I was just a kid. My dad told me when it comes to football in Texas, there's only one team. They played down in Austin. Saturdays in the fall at Darrell K. Royal, a hundred thousand strong. And as I grew, so did my pride for the thunder of old Smokey and singing Texas fight for Bevo and the boys. Down there on the field, come on, hook them horns, I know you will. And I've seen this young run for the roses, watch Ricky and Earl strike them Heisman poses. I've witnessed the battle for that old Red River, and I've crossed back over most times as a winner. I'm one of the chosen, whose blood runs burnt orange, thank God I was born. A Texas Longhorn If you ask me The greatest thing in the world Is a pregame tailgate With a bunch of UT girls Down on San Jacinto Longhorn Nation all around Come early, stay late And get loud Cause I've seen Cole McCoy Throw bullets to Shipley And I've heard all the stories Of the great 1960s from Novus to McMichael to Rackboat Apple Wide Those names you remember for the rest of your life I'm one of the chosen whose blood runs burnt orange Thank God I was born a Texas Longhorn I hate them Red Raiders and them Baylor Bears That the Aggies keep their 12th man, I just don't care so long, Nebraska, guess we beat you too much And never forget Woo! Oh, you sucks! When the Lord comes to take me away Hope he lets me have just one more Saturday Pretty Texas girl beside me Cohen in my hand Cheering for the boys Way up there in the stands That's how I like to go Lord, if that's alright, a winter down in Austin on a Saturday night. And I've seen Vince Young run for the roses, watch Ricky and Earl strike them Heisman poses. And I've witnessed the battle for that old Red River, and I've crossed back over most times as a winner. Yeah, I'm one of the chosen. Whose blood runs burnt orange Thank God I was born A Texas Longhorn Yeah, we're part of the chosen Whose blood runs burnt orange Thank God we were born Texas Longhorns That's right, everybody wants to be a Longhorn
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Good morning, ass family. It is Friday. It is the eve of the Texas OU game. I'm fired up. I'm feeling better. I'm at about 85% right now. And oh, 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 I got to correct somebody. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Whoops-a-daisy. Somebody said something that wasn't true. Mike, I, I want to say good morning to you. And he says, hope you're feeling better. I am. I know Arnie won't say this. And then he says two words that I won't say ever. Ever. And then he says, I want to puke. This song lies. He went back home with more losses. Oh, contraire, mo frere. The team that plays at Darrell K. Memorial Stadium has won 62 in this this modern-day classic. 62, 49, and 5. I do believe we have, and we don't ever cross over that damn Red River. We make you come to us to play. So you've crossed back over more times a loser than you have a winner. When it comes to the game, just to let you know, I'm fired up. I went to the fair yesterday, so I told you guys like Monday I woke up, my throat was all scratchy, it's not feeling good. Tuesday, it wasn't much better, and then Tuesday night, I just felt like dog shit. Like I had literally been run over by the dog shit truck. And then it backed up over me and dumped dog shit all over me. And didn't feel much better uh, yesterday. Wednesday was just awful. Yesterday, I was at about 50%, and Braddy Kid wanted to go to the fair. Now, she's never really been to the fair. We went to the Texas OU game two years ago. And that is, look, and if you lose, and we lost that game, you lose, you pack up your shit, and you just go. Or actually, do we win that game? I don't remember. Is that the one we beat Kyler Murray in? I think, yeah, we beat Kyler Murray in that one. So we won that one. But you're still, you're, you're tuckered out. You're tired out from the game. You're like, fuck this shit. I'm going home. So you really can't enjoy the fair that much. Last year, there was no fair. So she wanted to go to the fair, and I'll tell people this all the time. You always want to go to the State Fair of Texas before the game. Like the week before the game, that, that's the best time because you see all the pageantry and all the cool shit up. After the game, it's kind of just, eh, the fair. So we went yesterday, and my... my I, I was either going to do the show and go to the fair or, or go to the fair. I promised her the fair, so I chose the fair yesterday in a way to sweat it all out. And sweat it out I did because it's 100,000 fucking degrees outside here. And I'm walking around the fair. We, we parked not very close. Then we had to walk fucking 68 miles everywhere. Damn near came to renting a scooter yesterday. I mean, I'm, I'm not kidding. Not kidding about renting a scooter. Next time I go to the fair, I'm renting a fucking scooter, especially if it's that goddamn hot. Um, but yeah, I went to the fair yesterday. Let me say some good mornings. And I didn't eat my, I didn't hardly eat at all yesterday because I wasn't man, stuff was coming in and out of me. So, uh, and by the way, this morning, good lord, my the ass family member of the day today is my toilet. Whew. To withstand what I just did, I pooped out a hammerhead shark. I've never seen that before. It looked like a hammerhead shark. If you know what a hammerhead shark looks like, then that was my poop this morning. Uh, Christopher, good morning. Uh, Adam J says, buenos dias, Arnie, e familia. Straight fire was first one here. So is Friday going to be about getting some ass? Hell yeah, it is. 
Arise, good morning from Oklahoma, where the OU fans around me have been talking shit all week about this game. Well, we'll get more into it. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is going to be joining me, and we will be picking football today. Alicia says, good morning, happy Friday. Braddy Kid, good morning. I hope you have a wonderful day. Cowboys Girl says, yay, Arnie's back. Happy Friday, ass family. Glad you're feeling better. Oh, God, so am I. Then there's Mike's, uh, all his stuff. Uh, he rised, LOL. Buenos dias, familia. Hook em horns. Yes, ogre, hook em horns. Uh, <laughs> I found out an interesting story today. <laughs> and this is thanks to Arise. So the Longhorns play at Daryl K. Royal. It used to be War Memorial, but they got rid of the war. So it's just DKR. Daryl K. Royal, one of the greatest coaches in college football history. That's who they named their stadium after. Oklahoma, and this is no joke, look it up. They play at Gaylord Stadium. <laughs> Gaylord Stadium. <laughs> oh, that's just too easy. <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh, you fans leave their shopping carts and lots uh, and litter. Oh, you fans don't rewind their VHS tapes. And I know this because fucking ass backward. They don't even have DVDs in Oklahoma. Oh. Uh, let's see. He got in 8,500 steps, y'all. Oh, God damn. Oh, man, 14 straight. Ask Janet, uh, as Janet asked, what have you done for me lately? You haven't won 14 straight games? Hold on a second here. Let, let me get the rivalry out. Uh, I'll look it up. Texas versus OU history. I think the longest winning streak is like five. Look, between 2000, look, I'll say it right now. In the last 20 years, it's not been good. But here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Uh huh. Okay. Let's see. One. You won three in a row. Okay. So I did lose that game that I was at. All right. Uh. Let's see. Uh. 2018, we won. Oh, that's right. 2018, we did win that game. We won the OU game. You guys won the the Big 12 game when we had to play you twice that year. Then there was two. Then there was Texas. Then there was Oklahoma. Then there was Texas. Three in a row. Then Texas had two in a row. So, yeah, I, I mean, look, Oklahoma's beaten us a lot in the last 20 years. But in the old-time rivalry, I got to say, oh, look at that. The longest win streak is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That was the Longhorns, uh, by the way, just to point that out. So, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gaylord is like Star-Lord, but with fabulous clothes. Uh. So, yeah, uh, we'll talk more about the game here in a little while when we talk more football. There's all kinds of shit we got to get to here. Hold on a second. Let me get the right drops and things in place. T-shirt time? Yeah, it is. What kind of t-shirt time? Yeah, it's t-shirt it's t -shirt time. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. Yeah, so t-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their t-shirts. Uh, I was originally going to wear my throwback. I, I put the picture up of the throwback, but I wore my brand new uh, shotgun Willie t-shirt. By the way, big supporter of the Texas Longhorns, Willie Nelson. Uh, it's a shotgun that has Willie's face in it, kick-ass album cover. So that's today's T-shirt. The throwback that I put up, I got to get a new one made. 
because I've kind of outgrown the double XL that I've had for so long. But it simply states, you can't spell cocksucker without OU. I saw that at the fair a few years ago, and, and I actually bought one off a, a student at the game. He had them in his backpack, and they weren't to be sold, and I think I got his last double XL. So there you go. Uh, let's see. Um, let's talk about something that happened. There, uh, oh, oh, I was at the fair yesterday. So, so I walked around the fair yesterday. The fair was fucking hopping. I mean, it was packed. So, and, I, and I'm not a big fan of that. And, and this weekend will be even worse. It, it'll be five times as many people this weekend. So, uh, we went yesterday. And first place we went into was the food building. That was air-conditioned, but it's not ventilated well. So there's smoke and all kinds of shit in there. And they want you to wear masks, but nobody was wearing masks. So we walk around, and we see the, the, the food choices and things. And we saw one on the way in, but it was too early to get it. It was deep-fried meatloaf. I don't know how I didn't get it, but I, I'll tell you how I didn't get it, because I did get something else. And I have to admit to the ass family, I broke one of my rules. Damn it to hell, I broke one of my... And I didn't realize it until I first bit in. And then I really realized it. So, uh, bratty kid, of course, she got a funnel cake. She got cotton candy, all kinds of stuff. All all the fair stuff. The only thing I got, and we had to look for this because it was fucking 200 years away. Um... I got the lobster corn dog. And boy, oh boy, let me just tell you this right now. The lobster corn dog, bad choice. Oh, as soon as I bit in and the flavor hit my tongue, I realized this was a terrible, terrible choice. Of all the food that I could have gotten, Fletcher's corn dogs, I didn't even get a Fletcher's corn dog because after I ate this, I was fucking, a, a, any improvements I made, I was fucking hating life. The lobster corn dog. It, it, it's lobster. The, 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 the cornmeal around it at least was good. They gave me some kind of ramalade or ramalade to, to dip it in, which was nasty as shit too. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. I, I I didn't realize it until I was biting in that my rule is you never get seafood at a fair. I don't know what I was thinking. You see, you could tell I was sick. Oh, I only ate two bites of that thing, and the second bite I had to force myself. Oh, God. <laughs> Down Jim says it's too early in the morning to talk about that. Okay. Uh, but the fair in general... If I weren't already sick, I'm pretty sure that would put me over the edge. Can you suggest any good food at the state fair? I want to go in two weeks. Man, they got so much good shit there. Uh, we, I, I, I had the, uh, we had the program and stuff, and all the things that won awards. The, the, uh, the shot, the, it has a, it, it's not a shot, but they call it a shot because it's like bacon wrap pulled pork with macaroni and cheese in a shot glass that you eat, or they, they form it to. But like I said, yesterday just was not my day to be at the fair. But I sweated all the shit out. I got it all out of me. At least this morning I got it all out of me. So we're all good to go. Now, there was a school shooting that happened just a few miles away from where I live here in Rockwall, Texas. Probably about 25, 30 miles away. 
over in Arlington. There was a school shooting happened at Timberview High School. Now, if you don't want to, t- if you don't want to believe that the way the world works is fucked up and wrong, then then you need to wake up. Because let me tell you, we have seen school shootings around this country for far too long. And it's always a kid who's been bullied, who takes a gun to school, and is going to get some justice. Always. It's been that. Darren Klebold and the other kid in, in Columbine, the originals. The, 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 the mentally crazy kid who went to his mom's school and killed all them kids. The Sandy Hook. Now, he wasn't getting revenge because he was picked on. He was just fucking crazy. But, for some odd reason, due to the fact that this shooter isn't white, that's what school shooters have all shared in common. They've all been hunkified, or Caucasian, if you will. But now, 18-year-old Timothy Simpkins, who went to school and brought a forty-five with him, and that's a fucking man gun right there, that'll blow a hole in you real big. You could probably cook a pizza inside that hole that blows in you. Takes a 45 to school because he'd been recently being bullied. Like two days they reported it. He's been bullied. Well, he's not having any of that, yo. So a fight breaks out. He's getting it handed to him. And somebody in class, of course, videoed part of the fight, and they haven't showed the shooting part. But the guy who beat him up gets away, and this kid just opens fire. Shot a teacher in the back, wounded a couple of other people. And the family's trying to come out and say, this is not an active shooter situation. Huh? Kid got away. There was no gigantic manhunt for him. He then later turned himself in with his lawyer. I don't know a lot of 18-year-olds that have a lawyer. Turned himself into police with, with... and has been released on $75,000 bail. Meaning, if he has never committed a crime before, it's only going to be $7,500, which is still a lot of money. School was locked down. Kids were bused to a different location. Can anybody tell me? Can anybody tell me that this is not an active shooter situation? When you have a school and they lock down and it's not an active shooter, here's his family speaking. Oh, no, that's a Discover card ad first. Um, did they hail World Star while recording it? Here in Albuquerque, a weekend to school, a junior high kid shot and killed another student, a fucking junior high kid. And just this week, a kindergartner teacher found a handgun. And one of Hello the kids and good evening, everyone. I'm Steve Eager. It's 9 o'clock. Police say the school shooting at Timberview High School. It was a targeted attack by a student following a fist fight the suspected gunman was involved in and may have gotten the worst of. A 15-year-old student who was shot remains in the intensive care unit. A teacher who was shot is hospitalized and in good condition. And a teenage girl was grazed by a bullet. 18-year-old Timberview Sr. Timothy Simpkins turned himself into police hours after the shooting. His family made some brief comments to reporters tonight, and Fox 4's Stephen Dial is at Timberview High School with more on the shooting investigation. Stephen. 
Steve, dozens of cars and bicycles are still here in the parking lot after that chaotic scene that happened earlier this morning. Meanwhile, Simpkins is in jail and his family believes there is more to this investigation. Police are rolling up on his house. Entered the home of suspected gunman, 18-year-old Timothy George Simpkins. Hours after nice police say he shot multiple people at Timberview High School Wednesday. There was a fight between a student and another individual in a class, and a gun was used, and there are four victims. A fight turned into gunshots around 9:15 in the morning. The school has two officers on campus. Who responded to the reported fight? There was a. Uh, By the way, this school—I'm not going to play any more of it. This school is one of the biggest schools I've ever seen in my life. This school is enormous. Like the aerial picture of this school—if you were on the east side of the school and the shooting happened on the west side—you probably didn't even know about it until they were kicking you out of school. Apparently, his parents are well off, and he drives a nice car. He got robbed a few days before. Okay. That was yeah. The police officers immediately went to that classroom. Let's see if his parents are something. Students in a nearby classroom confirmed campus. They're waited outside. We're not justifying that. That was not right. But he was trying to protect himself. And so we hope that the police department does the investigation properly. Lafayette says the fight stemmed from what they call ongoing documented incidents between Simpkins and other students. Those claims have not been confirmed by Mansfield ISD or police. There you go. So he was bullied. Kind of like Darren Klebold and the other kid. They were bullied. They had a list of people that they wanted to kill. And they were going around shooting. That is an active shooter situation just like this. Yet, when the active shooters happen, I don't know, in Florida, and they gun down a lot more, is it only bad because he only wounded people and that's why we're releasing him? Oh, I, I, I look, I, I'm just, I'm calling it as I see it, and I am, I am saying that race is playing such a ginormous part in this. I'm, I'm, I, I'll, I'll go out on a limb and I'll just say it right now. I bet you this kid isn't charged. I bet you he's not charged. He's not charged with any kind of attempted murder or anything like that. I, I bet you he's just going to get in trouble for bringing a gun to school. And if you don't think I'm right, okay, then, 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 then hear me out on this. In Virginia... A Virginia high school teacher is under fire for calling efforts to make kids behave in class the definition of white supremacy. That's right. If you have a a wild classroom and the teacher is trying to make kids behave, that's what they call the definition of white supremacy. Oh, yeah, Douglas, he's out. He was released on uh, on bond. His his parents paid his bond, and he's free. Josh Thompson, an English teacher at uh, Blacksburg High School, posted a sense-related TikTok video attacking the Positive Behavior Intervention and Support B- PBIS program. Teacher called the techniques that help reduce disruptive students' behavior white pr- supremacy with a hug. Now, what happens if your entire classroom is white? Are you not to do anything? 
I, 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 I'm kind of lost here. I, what are teachers supposed to do? Is, is this the guy's TikTok video here? Hold on. I, I can play this. I'll ask on Facebook. It's because he's black. You know who I'm going at. Oh, I know exactly. I've never seen one of these active shooters ever released before. Here we go. Behaviors, um, we have to ask ourselves, okay, well, what are those positive behaviors? And it's things like making sure that you're following directions and making sure that you're sitting quietly and you are in your seat and all these things that come from white culture. Huh? The idea of just sitting quiet and being told stuff and taking things in in a passive stance is not a thing that's in with many cultures. So if we're positively enforcing huh? these behaviors, we are by extension positively enforcing elements of white culture, which therefore keeps whiteness at the center, which is the definition of white supremacy. I, I'm so dumbfounded. To sit down and, and, and take in what you're being taught quietly, only whites do that because other cultures don't? What, what, the, the tribes in Africa are too busy beating the drums? The, the people over in Korea are doing karate on one another while they're trying to learn? Are you fucking, are you high? By this way, this guy has an agenda. He sounds gay. He's got a rainbow flag behind him, so I'm going to say he's just an angry gay man. Oh, there he is in the pride parade. Unfucking believable Oh, yeah, Ogre. Hey, this is what we're leading to, and it. I, I just wonder, all those fucking people that marched in the 60s, how does it feel? How does it feel to have all that work that you did, that Dr. King did, shit on? How does that feel? Mm-hmm. Because Ogre says it best. Well, of course, there's an easy racist white behavior definition. Put the black kids in a school just for black kids. We had that before, and it worked out perfectly, right? Didn't it? Oh, wait, it didn't. No, of course it didn't. Yeah, I mean, straight fire, you're right. So blacks can't sit quietly in class, you racist fucktard? Yeah, that's what he's saying. Blacks can't, Mexicans can't, Asians can't. Being quiet equals racism. Yes, Ogre, that is a part of white supremacy, as if you're silent. Young Harm, good morning, my friend. World's still going to crap, I hear. Oh, it's going there faster and faster. So you got this idiot who's in charge of children. That, that's the part that gets me. This guy is a teacher, and they haven't fired him yet. So this is then what we should be going around, because... There's a new, you know how I like to warn you guys about new challenges and things on TikTok? Well, there's a new one out there. October's TikTok challenge will not be tolerated by Mesa PD. If you don't know what it is, this is what it is. Um, a South Carolina elementary school student slapped a teacher from behind on Friday as part of a new TikTok challenge. The Lancaster County School District issued a warning to parents about the TikTok challenge. Sadly, we had actually we had an elementary school. Wait, where did that go? 
Sadly, we actually had an elementary student assault a teacher by striking her in the back of the head. Now, I'm, I'm just going to tell you this right now. <laughs> if we would have had TikTok in school and anybody would have slapped a teacher at my high school or even junior high or anyway, you could expect the teacher to whoop your ass. And then, because it would get around school that you slapped a teacher, you could expect all of the history teachers, which were all football coaches, you could expect all every football coach, every baseball coach, would be gunning for your ass. I've told this story a couple times. I had this, uh, we, we had this, he was a coach, Coach Tebow. He was, uh, he was from Louisiana. And he noticed a football player picking on a nerdy kid at lunchtime. Kind of shoving him around and stuff. And Coach Tebow was the strength and conditioning coach for the high school football team. Coach Tebod not only stopped him, but picked the young man up by his shirt sleeves or his jacket sleeves and threw him through the salad bar. Coach Tebod didn't get in trouble. That kid got kicked off the football team. <laughs> you're you're going to slap a teacher. Now, I'm sorry, is, is that more part of white supremacy? Because the white kid would just sit there and let it happen. Oh, I hope that this teacher, that, that, that previous teacher we were talking about, I hope. Oh, I can only hope and pray that, that this TikTok challenge goes crazy viral in that guy's school. If talking and being loud is uh, a black thing in school, I'd sure like to see that shit happen at home when Steve Harvey is on. I'm guessing mom or dad tells them to shut the fuck up or get in their faces, get knocked into next week. That would mean the pay. Look, this is so crazy. This is so dumb. We have these people now, and I'm going to talk about Dave Chappelle this morning. Uh, Christopher, I know you're out there, and you sent a great review. I'm not going to put the reviews of the Netflix stuff up yet. I'm going to wait till the new website gets built for that, and I hope you don't mind. I will read your review on the Netflix special because I did watch it. And it's very, very interesting, the take that people are having. With Dave, but actually, you know what? I'll go ahead and do that now because it, we're we're stuck in this. I, I think I might have one more. Do I have another school thing? Hold on, let me let me see. Um. Oh yeah, the the other school thing I have is parents respond to the Department of Justice school board statements. I am what a domestic terrorist looks like. Yes, because you remember we've heard this that certain people have gone to school to to the the leaders. And they say if parents are, are, are going out against CRT and they're against the masks, then we are to call them domestic terrorists. By the way, the, uh, the company that's promoting critical race theory is actually Attorney General's Merrick Garland's son-in-law's. He, he co-founded that company. So if you're wondering why the government's getting behind it, the highest-ranking police officer in America, Merrick Garland, who sucks balls at his job, uh, just look at Chicago, his son-in-law is the one running the company that is promoting the CRT training in schools. So uh, once again, once again, nepotism, 
and all this fucking incestual shit that the government is known for is happening. Now, let's talk about Dave Chappelle. This is what Christopher wrote. Uh, Also on Netflix, Dave Chappelle just released his last contracted stand-up special, The Closer. In it, he talks about his views on the alphabet soup community. It's a bit more serious with a few less punchlines than what you might be expecting from Dave, but it's still good nonetheless. In fact, better than good. Although I do find it interesting that right after a certain other big comedian I know, and by big I mean fat, me, does his own special that has a more serious tone. Less than a month later, Dave Chappelle does the same thing. Might want to check out if there were only fans purchases out of Ohio. Just save it. Say it. Christopher, that's fucking awesome. This is the part that I want to play because this, to me, was the epitome of the entire special. And this is fantastic. Dave Chappelle is a genius. Caitlyn Jenner, whom I've met, wonderful person, Caitlyn Jenner was voted Woman of the Year. Her first year as a woman. Ain't that something? Beat every bitch in Detroit, she's better than all of you. Never even had a period. Ain't that something? (laughs) That's all I want to play from it. Because people are losing their minds. Uh, They want Dave Chappelle, they want Netflix to pull this. Some gal, Jacqueline Moore, who's, I guess, a a trans actress who's done a lot of things with Netflix, says they'll never work with Netflix again as long as they keep this special on there. And, of course, they're going to keep this special on there. Uh, Dave Chappelle's brand has become synonymous with ridiculing trans people and other marginalized communities. Negative reviews and viewers loudly condemning his latest special message in the industry that audience won't support platforming anti-LGBTQ diatribes. We agree. Ah. Well, you need to watch the series because before he says all that, he talks about a friend of his, who was transgender, who he allowed open for him in San Francisco, someone who is not really a comedian. And Dave Chappelle, because it's a comedy show, he has to make fun of, and and he said she bombed for 45 minutes. And then they got taught, he went on stage, and they were talking back and forth, and he found out she really is funny, and he said he would have her open for him every time he's in San Francisco. And she was blown away by that. I mean, we're talking about Dave Chappelle, who right now is the biggest comedian on the planet. If he were to say, I want you to open for me, I would drop everything and open for Dave Chappelle. It's Dave Chappelle. Talks about the story and how a few days after, his friend who was transgender, his friend... I don't know how you can be anti-transgender if you have a friend that is transgender. But I, I but once again, I'm white and I don't I don't matter. She jumped off a building and killed herself. And Dave Chappelle says something very, very interesting. He says that that she said he was punching down on her community, and he's never punched down on their community. He's made jokes. 
This is where we all need to realize we're too fucking serious. We are far too serious in this country. He tells jokes. Jokes don't lead to violence. They just don't. Jokes are jokes. If it's too much for you, then guess what? Don't watch Dave Chappelle. And he says at the end, and and punching down means putting down, he tells the alphabet community, stop punching down on his people. Like Kevin Hart, who dreamed his entire life of hosting the Academy Awards, was given that opportunity, and then it was ripped away for things he said eight, nine years ago as jokes. When, I don't know how many times I have to say this. She's right, he does, of course he does. He ridicules people because he's a comedian. That's his job. And he's damn good at it. I agree, Addict to Brian, he fucking ridiculed the shit out of Candace Owens. Where's the backlash on that? There is none because she is a right-leaning black woman. Some would probably call her the face of white supremacy if she were to ever run for office. You see, this is where we are now. We play fast and loose with everything. Oh, you can't make fun of this, but you can make fun of the pussy of Candace Owens because she's conservative and black. Huh? Well, then, wouldn't it be best if we just don't make fun of anybody? Now, that's not a world that anybody can live in. Because we're all going to make fun of somebody for something. Hot Mama says, happy Friday ass, go Dodgers. And someone's a white supremacist, I like her. I can't imagine some homophobic hick in some Nebraska saying, you know, I'm going to let that fag fella down in the piggly wiggly uh, live and let live. But Dave Chappelle made a gay joke, so I changed my mind. You're never going to hear that because if people were to hate in their heart, it's already there. Some joke, yes, you're right. No joke is going to send somebody... Well, Dave Chappelle said they're bad. I have to tell you a story about Arnie States. Yesterday was a huge day for me. And I I appreciate everybody who commented, everybody who liked the picture of my dad that I put up. Because yesterday was my dad's birthday. Now, also, October 7th marks a a certain anniversary that this young man has to live with for the rest of his life. October 7th was the first time that Arnie States had ever been arrested. You see, after a high school football game one night, I was 17. It was 1988. I had just turned 17. And in the great state of Texas, at the age of 17, you are tried as an adult. Some friends of mine, two friends, one was 16, one was 15. I was in the back seat. We decided to go out and play some mailbox baseball. Now, we, did it, we didn't do it the old-fashioned way of driving and hitting the mailbox. No, no, we got out and we were fucking destroyed like big fucking mailboxes that were, you know, that looked like the house they were. Yes, it's a federal offense and but whatever. So we just so happened to get out and bust one up, and it was about 11.45, and it was a, a mailbox 
of a Dallas police officer who'd just gotten off of duty, and he heard us when he was in the, his garage in back of the house. He pulled us over, and yes, he arrested us. And I'll never forget when the cop asked. I didn't say this. It wasn't me who said this. When they pulled me out of the back seat and put me in cuffs, they had my ID. And he goes, oh, you're 17. You must be the ringleader. I go, I was in the back seat. <laughs> I had done my share. But I was in the back seat. And that's where the bats were. And they said, Why, what made you boys do this? And I believe it was the 15-year-old who said, I saw it in Stand By Me. Because it's in that movie, Stand By Me. And the other cop, because another cop came down, he goes, boy, that's the most ignorant thing I heard. You did it because it was in a movie? <laughs> and I remember just, I, I, my mouth was sealed. I was not saying yes or no to anything. Boy, if you're going to go kill, if they killed somebody in a movie, you're going to go kill somebody too? And I spent the night at the Lou Sterrett Correctional Facility in downtown Dallas until my father, Jerry States, on his birthday, bailed me out of jail. And all he said was, Arnie, we all fuck up sometimes. Didn't browbeat me. Didn't beat me. He goes, Arnie, we all fuck up sometimes. This is your one. So once again, why is it now we can go to that excuse? Oh, I saw, I saw Dave Chappelle say it, so I'm going to go out and murder a bunch of trans people. Uh, can we call black conservatives marginalized? They act as if black conservatives don't matter or less than. Yes, you're absolutely right. Your out says, God, I long for the days of Eddie Murphy, Andrew Dice Clay, Sam Kinison. Sometimes a joke is just a joke. When comedians tell a joke, it's always a joke. Dave Chappelle is not signing people up to be anti-trans. This is so dumb. Alicia just sent me something here. Let's see. Sweden suspends Moderna vaccine for 30 and under. Okay, I'll, I'll have this here. I, I, I'm about to get to all that crap here that we got to talk about. All the fucking COVID bullshit that's happened in the last few days. Plus Rashida Tlaib and all the things that she said. I want to finish up this topic on Dave Chappelle, though. Oh, you're lucky. If I pulled that shit, my parents would have sold my bed and clothes and let me rot in jail and find a new home. My dad told me later in life, he said, he said, Arnie, that was your one learning experience. I only got arrested one more time. I know. <laughs> it's not good to say I was only arrested one more time in my life. I got a DUI. I hate those fuckers that put up on Facebook. Who can say they don't have a DUI? I'm like, fuck, I can't. I didn't even call him that night. I called somebody else to bail me out because I had to tell him that one face-to-face. -face. That one he was not happy about. That one was, that was like the, okay, you need to get help or you need to find someplace new to live because you're about to ruin your life. And I did. 
People hate Dave Chappelle because they're sensitive little cunts. Yes, and and I I think anybody who hates comedians for what they say, what they joke about, are sensitive little cunts. And sensitive little cunts shouldn't watch comedian specials on Netflix. You know where they should watch? They should watch people who said Jeff Foxworthy, yes. You should watch nothing but clean comedians. If your feelings are that delicate, if you're that much of a fucking puss, then don't watch somebody who's good. I mean, think about it. Dave Chappelle, who's great, is no Richard Pryor. You think the shit that Richard Pryor said on stage? Come on now. The shit that Red Fox said before him? The things that Andrew Dice Clay has said? Sam Kennison, George Carlin, Robin Williams, these all, all these fucking people that built comedy to where it is today. A lot of them, sadly, are crying in their graves right now because these gigantic building blocks that they've built are being torn down left and right. Oh man. I I am I I and this is why I vow to never take it easy on anybody. Never. When it comes to comedy, there are no limits. There are no limits. If it's funny, it's funny. The end. I'm not going to go out of my way to pick on people just to pick on people. There has to be a com a, a comedic element behind it. And as long as there's a comedic element behind it, fuck you. Uh, you're out, says, mark my words, there will be a resurgence, and it will be soon, no limits. I hope. Cowboys Girl says, Eddie Murphy, Raw and Delirious, two of the greatest stand-up specials. I think Delirious is still one of my all-time favorite comic comedy specials. Red Fox, uh, 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 Brown Paper Bag, Richard Pryor on the Sunset Strip. These are all albums, kids. Kids, you know those cool records that you play now that you pay $40 for? We paid 7 for growing up. But we bought comedy albums. And I listened to those comedy albums. I, I've memorized them. Steve Martin, Wild and Crazy Guy, I had that one. I had all the Dice Man shit. Hickory Dickory Dock, some chick was sucking my cock. The clock struck two, I dropped my goo and dumped the bitch at the next block. The nursery rhymes. All funny. Brett uh, says, Dave Chappelle is 100%. I don't see any issues. I There are none. Look, if he went out there and laid a turd, said all gay people are bad, and, and that was it, I'd be like, well, what's that? If he started doing a bunch of homophobic shit on stage, he's making jokes, people. He's making jokes. I deal with this on my TikTok. By the way, today's TikTok jokes. I end my week of uh, Oklahoma jokes today with the uh, why do why did uh, the Oklahoma <laughs> University suspend their water polo team? All the horses drowned. This one: What did the deaf, dumb, and blind orphan get for Christmas? Cancer. <laughs> my favorite one is this one, though. 
How can you tell if a stripper is bulimic? The cake jumps out of her. Now, see, that shit is funny. And there are people that write on my page, oh, not cool, bro. I actually had somebody recently. The joke that I've gotten more hits on than anything is, what's the best way to get gum out of your hair? Cancer. It's almost at 5 million views, which I'm very proud of. I have almost a million likes. And one of the comments was, bro, do you not realize that people are dying of cancer? What if somebody close to you died of cancer? And I don't really respond to a lot of these. No, Arise, I never got to calling OU, and, and, and I might not get to it today. We'll see how it goes. Um, I, I decided to write back. I said, my mother actually died of cancer. So what now? My father survived it, so what now? So only people who have dealt with cancer in their life can tell cancer jokes? I have a very dear friend who's dealing with cancer for the second time in her life. I told her that joke, and she almost died laughing. Ogre says, my father died of cancer, and I found that hair joke fucking funny. And I'm balding, too. Yeah, look, man. I don't tell these jokes out of spite and to be mean. That's why I don't tell dead baby jokes, because I don't find dead baby jokes to be funny. I don't tell pedophile jokes. That there was one I've only told, only one I've ever told, and I was told by you guys that was too much. And even I kind of cringe whenever I, I, I mention that one. But it's bullshit. Dice Man is touring heavily right now. He just had Bell's Palsy incident, which he says is temporary, but it just gives him a little droopy face on the side. It's supposed to only uh, last a couple months, but he's making fun of himself and is brilliant. Yes, of course he is, because he's smart. I'm, ti- I, I, I'm tired of people being offended. You do not have the... Please show me in the Constitution of the United States of America where it says you have the right to be offended in this country. If, by chance, you don't like me, then turn this station off. You don't have to listen to the show. Do you know how far you have to go out of your way to fucking find this show? I have people that say they've been fans of mine for 20 years. It's last week. I had no idea you were on. I try to make it abundantly easy for people to find me. And then I still, every once in a while, get emails, which I don't share with you guys. You're just a fucking mean guy that picks on people. Yeah, that, 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 that's what I am. But I'm also a good listener. I can help you with problems. I've been through a lot in my life that maybe I can help you through. And I've used humor to get through most of those problems in my life. So, fuck you. Fuck you to anybody who comes after me and tries to cancel me. Because I am done. Ratburger just sent me this. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mailbox only played baseball one batter at a time. He's in position two, riding shotgun. He only gets one swing. Grand slam only counts when the driver's doing over 30. <laughs> My dad had brain cancer. My mom and wife's mom both beat cancer once and still died a few later from the side effects of chemo. Joke is hilarious. Yes, because it's a joke. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ogre, a, a, a Adam J., perfect. Perfect example right here. Adam J. says, and I do find dead baby jokes funny. And that's my right. You're goddamn right it is. I will never go to you and go, oh, God, you shouldn't say those. They aren't my cup of tea. And when you see how big my cup of tea is with all the jokes, you'll go, well, okay, he does have one. I mean, I used to, look, look. And, and this is not just me now. This has been me since I was a kid. When I first learned this one, back in the day, look, look, some of y'all older-ass family members, y'all can, y'all can remember back in time. Hold on a second. Let me find the right sound effect. With, uh, with pay phones. Remember pay phones? As a kid, I prayed that pay phones would be ringing. Do you want to know why? Because I would always pick it up, and I would always say the same thing. Dallas Abortion Clinic, no fetus can beat us. <laughs> I answered the phone at home once like that. My dad threw a fucking phone book at me. Arnie, God damn it, we don't answer the phone like that. So I knew that was a thing that I could only do on the road. Brett says, I'd love to see a super concert with 510 comedians doing all non-PC routines and jokes. It would be epic. It would be. There's a podcast that I watch on YouTube. He reads the mean comments and laughs about it. I love what he says. Monetize the haters. Read the letters so we can laugh. Okay. All right. Yeah, I can monetize the haters. I like that. I like that a lot. We've gotten to a point, though, where, where we're so... I don't know if we're, I, I, I don't know. Do we take ourselves too seriously? Are, are we, do we think we're more important than we are? I don't like jokes about the Texas Longhorns. I don't like jokes about the state of Texas. So I always change them to either Oklahoma or Tennessee. But I don't go after that person that told the Texas side of it. I don't go, hey, God damn it, you better stop that shit because I'm from Texas. That's just stupid. I'm so tired of this shit. If you don't like a joke, then don't retell it. Don't go back to the place where you found the joke. Or if you're watching the special and that special offends you, turn it off. Don't watch it. Don't give it the views. It doesn't deserve your time and or your money. You see, once again, once again, we let the market decide. We don't cancel people because they're making jokes. If the joke sucks, here, here great example, great example. Here's the reason why I do not tell. Oh, I didn't know that. Eddie Murphy apologized in the past for his gay jokes. Why? They were funny. And it was okay back then. By the way, gay jokes are still okay today. What do Texas Tech and A&M have in common? Oh, you sucks. They told me this when I moved. Why is Oklahoma so windy? Because Texas sucks and Kansas blows. Yeah, I mean, the reason why Texas doesn't fall into the Gulf of Mexico is because Oklahoma sucks.
The reason why I don't tell dead baby jokes is because I got into a lot of trouble on the air about it. And I know a lot of dead baby jokes. We told them on the air when a SIDS convention was happening. And I saw the effect it did on it, and it fucked me up. Fucked me up. Now, like three weeks after that happened, and this wasn't a big publicized event like my throwing of the shoe at the transgender like three or four years later. Uh, a radio show out of, I want to say Detroit, lost their jobs in the morning because they told a joke. And I remember the joke, and I will tell you the joke. First of all, I'm offended at the joke because it's not funny. What do you get if you mix a butcher knife and a baby? One mean hard-on. For the longest time, I never got it. Because I, 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 I sat there and I heard it and I was like, that's like, because if I hear a joke and it's, somebody gets in trouble for it and it's funny, I'll still laugh. I never laughed at that joke. To this day, I still haven't laughed. I know what it's about now. It's a pedophile joke, whatever, fucking, I, I, they deserve to get fired because they told a shit joke on the air. And they said hard on. You can't say that on the radio. Uh, that pansy that said, you're too mean, you should go and listen to Old Morning Show. That show is current form, has no teeth. Uh, no soul without funny guy. Tell them to go listen to that PC bullshit. The ass family will listen to a good show, one for adults, for people with half a brain. My show is for everybody. If you got half a brain, you've got a full brain. If you don't like it, if you think I say something that's mean or off-putting, hey, then either tell me about it, and we can have a conversation about it, or just change the channel. Look, Ogre, I don't mean to out you all the time, but I, I'm going to out you on this. You and I disagree on a lot of things, and one day, you had had it. I, I don't know what was going on, but you had had it with me. We discussed things off the air, and Ogre's still here. I, I don't have a problem. If you want to call me out on something, call me out on it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Ogre then, a few days later, was the one who corrected me on the Aunt Jemima thing. And I admitted that I was wrong. Okay? There is nothing wrong with being wrong. If you admit to it, you, 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 you pull up your, your boots, you pull up your big boy pants, and you go, hey, I was wrong. And I'll learn from it. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to like everything I say on this show. That's not a rule of this show. You don't have to kiss my ass on this show. I think a lot of people listen to me and listen to this show because they like my take on things. And if you don't, you don't. That's fine. I I'm fine with that. Uh, Ogre says, yep, but I didn't want to pull a Chris Payne and totally weasel out. Yeah, exactly. You're wrong about sharks. They're awesome. No, sharks are fucking devils. Uh... I'm glad the ogre didn't pull a Todd. Yeah, exactly. Always look, man. Hey, and that's fine. And I'm about to talk about the shit that ogre and I disagreed with. It, it was a couple. Of, I'm not going to talk about the Second Amendment, but the other things we disagreed with is COVID. This whole COVID thing. And I've said from the get go, if you have pre-existing conditions, you have a family member with pre-existing conditions, then you should take this very, very seriously. Okay, wear the mask, do all the stuff. Okay. Get the vaccine. I, I've long said, if you want to get the vaccine, I support you. If you don't want the vaccine, I support you. 
you have a right in this country not to be vaccinated. Now, uh, Alicia sent me a story. Let me find this damn story here. That Sweden has suspended the Moderna vaccine for those 30 and under. Swedish authorities suspended the use, uh, saying the move was done out of precaution. The reason for pausing signals of an increased risk of side effects such as inflammation of the heart muscle or the pericardium. A double-wide sack. That sounds like something you only have. A double-walled sack. I'm sorry. A double-walled sack containing the heart and the roots of the main vessel. Okay, hey, that's sweet. Once again, once again, there's going to be side effects. There's going to be all kinds of shit. Even Rashid Tlaib has come out. The Michigan congresswoman, part of the whole squad, says she only wears a mask because of the Republicans tracking near her. She only wears a mask because she doesn't want to be seen without the mask. Here you go, right here. Thank you so much for coming out. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Greg has been out at all of our, uh, all of our community meetings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. Oh, my bad. Again. Oh, no, oh, not you. Oh, 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 oh I thought you were like, oh, he's the one unmasked guy. Well, thank you for coming out. She's only wearing a mask because a Republican tracker is doing it. Okay. Hot Mama says, what did you think of the video I sent you? Pretty Oh, that guy, the doctor who was talking, it's fascinating. It is truly fascinating. If you, it, She put it up. Hold on a second. I want to get this guy's name right here. I got to go through my phone. By the way, uh, Hot Mama, your son having a driver's license, you should have told him he can only get the driver's license if he cuts his hair. Uh, Dr. Brian Artis. That's the guy's name. Look him up. Watch that video. It is amazing. Truly amazing. I watched the whole video. It is really amazing the way he breaks things down and talks about it. Um, What else? Let's see. Hold on. Let me get rid of some of these things. Um, An ex-World Health Organization. The WHO? You know know that? Former World Health Organization member Jamie Metzl told the media that the COVID cover-up by Chinese authorities has been criminal since day one. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? It's been criminal since day one. I have never spoke on the vaccine before, but I will say is I did get the vaccine Moderna last April. I have absolutely no regrets. After nine or 12 people I work with contracted COVID in the last two months, I firmly believe that the vaccine protected me. I had to take so many goddamn COVID tests over the last couple months that I had to take my nose ring out. I am still COVID-free, and I have no regrets. I took the COVID te- uh, uh, I, I took the Johnson & Johnson variant. I've never gotten COVID. Okay. I know a lot of people who haven't been vaccinated who haven't gotten it. Okay. I got it because I want to travel, and I have the little card, and I carry my card in my wallet with me. In case people were to ask, because they saw the writing on the wall. I saw the writing on the wall once again. And the writing on the wall says that they are going to try to control you no matter what. Look what the NBA is doing. The NBA 
is making players get vaccinated. If you don't get vaccinated and you miss a game for COVID, well, you don't get paid. Now, in Canada, if you don't get vaccinated and you play in the NBA, you could be thrown in jail. Now, I know it's Canada, and they aren't the same as we. They aren't the same as us. Everybody likes to compare Canada to us, but they aren't. They don't have that little document that we have called the Constitution that outlines our freedoms. They don't have it. They never have, and they never will. NBA players could face arrest and criminal charges if they breach quarantine in violation of Canada's Coronavirus Quarantine Act. Now, there are plenty of people who have gotten the vaccination and have gotten COVID. And there are plenty of people who have gotten the vaccination, gotten COVID, and given it to other people. To where I asked, my only regret is I feel like an idiot for getting it because I knew all this shit was going to happen. But at least I have the card. I got the shot, not for the health benefits of it. I got it for the card. Uh, by the way, by the way, uh, good morning to all my aftershock people out in California. It's what, 8 o'clock there? Are you guys still hung over? I hope somebody's playing me. Good morning, Aftershock. How was Metallica last night? Or no, Metallica's tonight. Tonight and Sunday, my bad. It was supposed to be Limp Biscuit, but they're a bunch of pussies, so they pulled out. Um, speaking of Aftershock, I see a lot of people selling their tickets, yeah? Mm-hmm. Doug says, I'm going to the super spreader called Aftershock. No COVID drug in me. No fear. Good for you. And the Vax has killed. I, I, I'm going to, like, the Vax has killed people. Sure. I don't know if it's killed more than any other Vax. I haven't done the research on it. If you want to say that, you say that. I can't, I can't back you up because I haven't seen it. If I find it, I will back you up on it. Uh, they seem pretty lax with the policies when I went last night. Cypress Hill was good. Warbird says, Cypress Hill was awesome. Warbird, since you're here right now, let me just say it. I said it on Facebook. This is the one of two weekends you will hear me. You ready? Roll Tide, baby. Roll Tide. There you go. I said it. They're playing A&M this week. I hate Texas A&M, but there you go. Uh, both my sons and ex-husband went and are going all three days. I'll ask them how first night was. Told the co-worker I was bummed I was missing aftershock. She said Nevada had an earthquake. <laughs> Not going because uh, they want a negative test and wear a mask while in the inside venues. Uh, I'm not going to get anything shoved up my nose, okay? I, I just got there and Anthrax was finishing their set. I'm playing you loud and proud in the uh, SAC RV trailer park. Hell yeah, there you go. Warbird's in the house. Good morning, Sacramento. There we go. All right. Uh, let's see. I've gotten through all the stories. I got to call Tahoe Joe Murphy, and we got to talk about football here next. Uh, 775. Oh, oh, before we do, remember a few days ago, I, I mentioned this that Dr. Anthony Fauci said we might not be safe for the holidays. Captain Backtrack is at it again because he is now saying 
uh, Americans to enjoy a normal Christmas. This guy, I, I swear to God, this guy makes me laugh. Oh, Dr. Fauci, you fucking tool bag, you. All right, we will talk football next here at ArnieRadio.com. I sing songs about Texas. I sing them often as if she was some old lover I used to know. I wish I could follow them back to the homeland every time. Hear one on my radio Twin fiddles playing In my memory My daddy said Wonders of old cow town Silver haired and he's still there Under the sky so warm and fair Well I tell you friends There's a song in every town Like a dream now, it was so long ago. And Jerry Jeff walked the beach just like a cold from the cold. But I'm going home. Well, it's nothing short of the gospel hymns. Guess that's why folks keep writing when I die. Wanna go there too Someday I hope to walk along Heaven Street And I'll still be looking for my taco meat And I swear I hear still guitars rising in the air I said we'll sing me one more song About old San Antonio Seemed like a dream now It was so long ago And old guy Clark He could be just like a cook from Still, I swear I could hear a whippoorwill. She knows there's music in the dirt down there. Hill country rain, it's a cleansing thing. And all I have to do is see one sitting in a shallow creek, got nothing to do. I said, to sing me one more song about old San Antonio. Seemed like a dream. Now it was so long ago Jerry Jeff walked the beach Just like a coke from the cold So sing me one more song About those dusty plains Them honky-tonk angels And their lonely beehive pain I wish I was stowed away on some fast moving train
my friend i just got up i appreciate it oh that's fantastic good top I've of the morning up, i've been up watching all the news out of arlington <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i covered all that this morning about the school shooting that's not a school shooting it's standing right. up to bullying yes it, it's been right. fantastic around here joe yeah. Uh, great. Uh, Joe, this is a huge, huge weekend of college football for one game, which we will get to, but we got a well, few college actually, games. Actually, two, but whatever. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then we'll cover all the pro games, including last okay. night's game. Uh, first game I'd like to talk about, though, huge game happening in in, in Iowa. 
Yeah, big game. What is that, four versus five or yeah, something like that? Yeah, three versus four. Number four, Penn State on the road against number three, Iowa. Iowa is a point-and-a-half favorite at home. What do you think, Joe? I love the Hawkeyes. I think it's I think it's their year in the Big Ten. Really? They yeah, always see, they I, always seem to, to find a way to shit the bed at some point. Well, they do. They do. But I I just don't like Penn State. I you know, I think they got lucky a couple of times. And I just I, I really like I I mean I like Iowa. I like to see, you know, I still think of old coach Hayden Fox. Oh wait, no, that's the Minnesota <laughs> State Street and Eagles. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I like Iowa. I, I'm gonna take Iowa. I, I kind of I, I I can't wait to watch that game. Now, uh, of course, we won't need to tune. We won't need to tune away from ABC because we've got we've got at 9 a.m. my time. We've got you know I love Iowa that game, but because we, we'll get to the other game too. But yeah. we've got we've got we've got your game at, at, on ABC. Right then. And then we got a small break. We got the Mormons against the Aryan uh, white supremacists at twelve thirty. That's 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 uh, that's BYU versus uh, Boise State. Okay. And then my Nebraska game. But let's get back to business. Uh, the next game is for a listener. We have Bradley, who's a, a diehard Virginia Tech fan. He has season tickets to the Hokies. Notre Dame at four and one is traveling in to Blacksburg, Virginia. To take on the Hokies, the line is even. That is, I, 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 I hope to see. Uh, I hope to see Notre Dame, uh, uh, you know, come back. Really, I, I'm rooting yeah. against them. I, I want to see Brian oh, yeah. Kelly fired. I don't like Brian oh, Kelly there. Okay, because Urban Meyer yeah, is going to be I, going there to get his sins removed from what he did last weekend. Yeah, yeah, he's. Uh, I'm going bar hopping with him tomorrow night. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna hit uh, scruples, and then there you go. You're gonna you're gonna take it old school back in the Reno days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. All right, so you like Notre Dame in that game. I like Virginia yeah. Tech. All right, uh, one more game on, before we get to the game of the weekend, and that okay. is the ninth ranked Michigan Wolverines. Traveling to Lincoln, Nebraska, to take on your beloved Nebraska Cornhuskers. Do you know how long it has been since I last week I sat down and I right before the game I bet Nebraska and over last week and I sat down and it was the first time in years that right off the bat Nebraska scored and it just got better and better every play. And I hadn't watched a Nebraska game like that in years, and I just hope they can keep it up and keep rolling. And I want to see every facial expression that Jim Harbaugh has. I, I, I want to see, see the frowns. I, I, I'm taking I'm taking the Cornhuskers this week. You're, uh, Michigan's only a three-point favorite. I think this is yeah. where Michigan loses it all. Attaboy. That's I, me, too. I, I like the Huskers this weekend. And, That's me, too. And now... Here we go, Joe. I know. It's time, baby. It is time for the annual meeting, the crossing of the Red River that happens once a year, the midway point between the beautiful, used to be Austin, Texas, and the pit known as Norman, Oklahoma. 
the Red River, and I still call it the shootout. I don't. I, I'm not politically correct. No, no, there's no political Why? correctness here. What do they call it now? The Red River Showdown. Oh, I still call it the shootout. Yeah. Like that. Uh, all-time record, Texas is 62-49-5 and five in this game. Um, both teams are ranked the sixth-ranked Sooners, 5-0, and 2-0 in Big 12 play, taking on the 21st-ranked Texas Longhorns, 4-1, and 2-0 in conference play. Joe, what do you like about this game tomorrow at the beloved Cotton Bowl? Well, as usual, played in the Cotton Bowl, which kind of gives Texas a slight favorite, but uh, I think they're going to rattle the rattler. Hell yeah. I think they're going to rattle the rattler, and Texas wins this game outright. We're going to hit Spencer Rattler so hard, we're going to give that young man some pigmentation. Yeah. God ben, damn it. Take off, take off his helmet and get a suntan. Oh, I am so excited about this game because this is the most evenly we've been matched with Oklahoma in a long time because they aren't that good. And and if the team that shows up that played against Tech shows up, Oklahoma is in for a long afternoon at a very hot game. They're expecting game time temperatures to be around 85, then getting up to near 100 by the fourth quarter. Nice. Yeah. Uh, nice. I think the Texas boys will be more able to handle it. I like Texas. I, I, I love Texas in this, and just like Jeff Yo says – it, uh, I'll change the time. It's 10:18 here. It's 8:18 in Sparks, Nevada, and Oklahoma still sucks. No, yep. no, we. I've got it scheduled for nine here. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Yeah, I, I've got. I've, well, my game. Your game's at nine there. Yes, I've got it at 11 o'clock here. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So now that we've done all that, we got to change our gears. By the way, by the way, Joe, did you watch any of the uh, playoffs yet? Any of the ba- baseball playoffs yet? Yeah, I, I had. I was so mad. I had the Cardinals in that wild card game. Man, oh man. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, uh, I'm rooting against the Dodgers. But I can't stand the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, the Dodgers and Giants now are going to start their series. Uh, the Rays beat the shit out of the Red Sox last night. And the yeah, Whites, or, or did they beat the Whites? They beat the White Sox, right? The, the, yeah, the, the Jays, or I'm sorry, the, the White Sox lost. To the Astros. Uh, the Rays beat the White Sox, did they not? Yeah, the, 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 the Rays beat. No, the Rays beat the Red Sox. Yeah, Rays beat the shit out of the Red Sox. Astros beat the shit out of the White Sox. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Uriah says, I'm taking OU just to piss Arnie off. I understand, I understand. Mike says, I admit OU isn't that good this season. It's still better than Texas. Eh. Ogre Ooh, says, uh, if Sark is smart, words. he'll vary the running attack and take the pressure off B. John Robinson. Casey uh, Thompson needs to make some passes. Oh, yeah, he's going to stick it up his daddy's alma mater's ass tomorrow. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, last night's NFL game, the Rams and the Seahawks. Russell Wilson twisted up his finger pretty bad last night. They're saying he might be out for a week. Yeah, he's not missed a start since he, uh, since he started in Seattle. Wow. He's never missed a start. That's impressive. And they lost last night 26-17. Does that say that the Rams are that good, or does that say that the Seahawks are just kind of eh? Well, I think the Rams are, are pretty good. You know, that I was surprised they lost to the Chargers, but, uh, but I think the Rams are still one of the best teams in the NFC. All right, all right. Now let's go to Sunday. The first game of the day is that – that lovely gift we give to England every year, 
which I like to refer to as the shit stain bowl, because we send them the worst fucking teams. Man, if yeah. I was in England, I'd be like, fuck blimeys, I don't want your damn team. We got the Jets taking on the Falcons. Well, and now it's my turn to glow. Do you remember my upset, upset special last week? Which one? Oh, it's a jet. You took the That's jet. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Joe Murphy nailed it. And they won by a missed field goal. Yeah. God. Hey, they won. That's all that matters. Yeah. Jets won. Yeah. Um, do they do they repeat the same old thing here in Great Britain, or do the Falcons get this one out? Okay, so I like I said, I haven't looked at these. Um, I have the Falcons a six point favorite. Uh, let's see the uh, the line here is Atlanta is minus two and a half. Okay, um, I'm gonna stick with the Jets with a two game winning streak. Okay, all right, I like that. I I, I don't believe in Matty Ice. I just don't. No, and the Mormon the Mormon kid leading the Jets, he's gonna be led astray. I I think no, yeah. I think that he might have a glass of tea while he's in England. And they found a porn magazine under his bench. <laughs> yeah. It was the swimsuit edition of Sports Illustrated. <laughs> and a Cosmo. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Next one up are the resurgent 3-1 and one Green Bay Packers traveling to Paul Brown Stadium in Cincinnati to taking on the 3-1 and one Cincinnati Bengals. Packers. What do you think the spread is? Oh, okay. Um, let me see here. Uh, I would have to say the Packers are a three-point favorite. Yes, you are right on the ball. You nailed that one. Okay, and I like that. I like the Packers to, to beat them. I, I think the Packers are going to show who they are this week, and I think they're going to beat the Bengals quite handily. I okay. Just, I, 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 don't, I, I can't buy the Bengals yet. Maybe next season. Like, they, they might be the new Buffalo Bills. Like, right. you know, it took the, the Bills a few years to kind of crescendo up to what they are now. I think the Bengals right. could be that next team. Right, uh, but not now. Uh, no, no, not now. Not not taking on an angry Aaron Rodgers. And that's all he yeah. is, is angry. Uh, yeah. Let's see. How about the uh, 0-4 Lions? Do they get their win this week against the 1-3? God, the 1-3 Vikings? So the Vikings have got to be about an eight-point favorite. I got them at 10. Okay. Uh, I don't think so. Although that game is that game is indoors, so the Lions cover, I think. I don't – man, oh, man. If point spreads are involved, 10 points is a lot for the Vikings to give up. I would have to take the Lions and the points if I was taking point spread. But overall, I, yeah. I think the Vikings whooped that ass. Okay. Yeah, I, I, but I, I think it's going to be one of those ugly games. One, yeah. of those, one of those games you only watch because there's nothing but fucking soap operas on in Spanish on every other channel. Okay. Uh, all right. Another game later uh, that morning. Uh, the 3-1, and one, and I told you they weren't that good and they lost last week. The 3-1 and one Denver Broncos go to the 1-3 Pittsburgh Steelers. Damn it. Okay. The, uh, I'm going to say the Steelers are – I think I might have saw this one, though. The Steelers – are the Steelers a three-point favorite? No, the, the line here on ESPN is even. Okay. I've got to go with my Steelers again. I, let, let me ask you, which one is more true? 
that the Broncos are that good at three and one, or the Steelers aren't that bad at one and three. I hope that the Broncos are that good because, because I mean, the Broncos, I hope that they're that good and the Steelers can beat them that because I, I, I my Steelers, uh, I think they're a better team than what they're showing. I really do. And I, and I hope to see the Steelers come out. Everybody's down Ben Roethlisberger, but that kid, that kid's thrown for a million yards and he can put the ball right where it needs to be. And I need him to come right back and show everybody that Big Ben is, you know, if he can put the ball right where it needs to be. Okay. Yeah, I like the Steelers in this game. I like the Steelers flat out because I, I do not believe in the Denver Broncos. I just don't. Uh, all right. Next one there is Joe Blows His Nose live on the air. See, we don't hold anything back here. Um, we have the one and three, the Battle of Florida here. One and three, Miami Dolphins taking on the three and one Tampa Bay Buccaneers. First off, I didn't think my phone was that good, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which game are we at? Oh, the Buccaneers, Dolphins. Um, that game is probably the Buccaneers by a touchdown. Buccaneers minus ten. Ooh. Yeah, I uh, well, the Buccaneers will probably win that game, but I'm going to be pulling for Miami. Um, I, I, like, I just don't like Tom Brady. I, I love Tom Brady. Tom Brady is my spirit animal. Uh, look, man, yeah, you can't. Uh, I was trying to think about this, Joe, and it's tough to go era versus era. I still think Joe Montana is the greatest quarterback to ever live because he played right. in an era where quarterbacks got hit and got drilled. But, yeah, but to, I, I can't lessen what Tom Brady has done. Seven Super Bowl titles. The, the the guy knows how to win. I think this is a no brainer. I think Tampa wins and they cover easy, and they're going to okay. get Gronk, Gronk back at some point in this season. I don't know when, but uh, Mike D says Bucks win. Miami injures Brady. Good God! Wow. All right. Um, let's see. By the way, did you hear all that stuff that Aaron Rodgers was saying about the Steelers? Do you think Aaron Rodgers becomes a Steeler next year, Joe? Why was he? I, I, I you know what? I would welcome Aaron Rodgers as a Steeler. Uh, he was talking about how much he likes Mike Tomlin, you know, Omar Epps, and things like that. He, he, he was, he was pretty much kissing his ass, pretty much. Nice, I'll take him yeah. because I know Big Ben. He's got to be toward the end of his rope. Yeah. So I would I would welcome Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I know it's going to be very long there. He's going to be getting close to the senior retirement home himself. Yeah, that is very true. All right, how about this? This is a point spread I don't understand. Uh, the two and two Saints are on the road against the two and two Washington Redskins. Okay. The Saints they uh, have favored yeah. as a two point favorite. Who's who's they have favored as a, a two point favorite? The Saints. Yeah, I yeah, I like Washington. They came back. I had the Falcons last week and they came back. The the, the, the skins came back late and beat them at the very end and uh pissed me off. But uh uh I like I like Washington in this one. Okay. I I do too. as much as I hate the Redskins and I want to be, you know, keep my con- By the way, still only one loss for me this season because I took your Jets last week. So it, it's been an amazing season for me so far. Uh, I, I'm going with Washington in that game. How about the Eagles, the one and three Eagles, taking on the three and one Panthers? And I hear that what's his name is going to be playing the running back, uh, the guy who fucked over at Stanford. He's going to be playing this weekend. 
Oh, uh, uh, you mean uh, Mc whatever McCafferty? McCaffrey, yeah. yeah. I hear he's going to be playing this weekend. What do you think about this game, Joseph? Hold on, I'm trying to find this. This is the Eagles and who? The Eagles and the Panthers. Yes, sir. Um, so the Panthers are probably uh, the Panthers are probably favored by a touchdown. Minus three here on ESPN. Oh, uh, okay. Um, boy, I'll tell you what. I think the Panthers win this game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like anything about the Eagles this year. And by the way, for everybody who thinks Jalen Hurts is great, Jalen Hurts sucks. Uh, you heard it here first. Uh, and we both like the Panthers in that one. Uh, all right, next game up, the Tennessee Titans at 2-2, two and two, taking on the 0-4 Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, no. Oh, this is ugly. Jaguars. I'm trying to find it. You're out of Okay, here we go. Uh, boy, uh, Titans have got to be laying at least a touchdown. Titans, the, the Titans are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Boy, uh, you know what? Here's my upset special again. Jaguars Whoa. win the ball game. Whoa, whoa. The Jaguars win the game after all this all week? Right. Yep, that's my upset special. Whoa, I can't join. Well, I have to pick the Jags because I can't pick teams from Tennessee. That's a rule on the show. Oh, okay. But, but. But last week, you know, Urban Meyer had a young co-head, you know, scratching her twat all over his leg while his right. wife was at home with the grandkids. He didn't right. fly back with the team, which is unheard of. And and uh, 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 what's his name? Tony Khan, the owner of the Jaguars, is talking about firing him. Yeah. So I, I don't know if he's how long he's going to be there, but I'll take the Jags in your upset, upset special, my friend. Beautiful. All right, here we go. How about the one in three? God, how great is this? The one in three Patriots taking on the one in three Texans. One in three Patriots versus the one in three. Oh, boy. Yikes. Did you ever think you would call a Bill Belichick team one in three that weren't his yeah, old that's rounds? Tough. That's tough. I think they bounced back. The Patriots, I think the, the, the Patriots bounced back. That was a tough loss. Uh, that bounced off the goalpost, and yep. I think they come back and win this one. Yeah, I, I don't understand why the Texans are even in. New England's a nine-point favorite on the road. Boy, they have no love for the Texans at all anymore. I love wow. it. Wow. Yeah. Well, they what they lose like forty to nothing last week. Yeah, it was that. Yeah, the Bills beat them forty to nothing. That was crazy. Oh. Uh, all right. How about the two and two Chicago Bears coming to the Silver State? To take on the Las Vegas Raiders, who are three and one. Okay, the, uh, the Raiders have got to be a four and a half point favorite. I got them at minus five and a half. Boy, you were on the ball today with the point spreads, Joe. You're nailing it. I'm, well, I'm trying. Um, yeah, I like the Raiders. The Raiders bounce back. Raiders bounce back, especially against the Bears. The Bears, the Bears offense, three yards and a pile, or one yard and a pile of dust. That's their offense. Uh, the, the the Bears defense was something to talk about at the beginning of the season, and nobody's talking about it now. The Raiders win. I think the Raiders light up Vegas. They're going to light the night sky up, or the day afternoon sky up, I should say. Uh, oh, yep. ooh, this is a this is a juicy game here. Next, one of our first afternoon games here. Um, actually, the second afternoon game. How about the three and one Cleveland Browns taking on the three and one LA? I still call them San Diego Chargers. Okay. 
Uh, Charger. That's. I would think that game would be uh, the Chargers have got to be laying three and a half. Minus two. Okay. Um, I. I know you hate Baker Mayfield, but I like the Browns in this one. Really? Oh man, yeah. I got to go against you on this one. See, I hate Baker Mayfield, and he's going to be so upset after his beloved Oklahoma Sooners get defeated. That, that the Chargers are going to run all over him all day long. I like the Chargers big. Okay. Big. Next one up is the New York football Giants, an embarrassment to the game at one and three, taking on my beloved three and one Dallas Cowboys. Just for a note, the, the Giants made me money last week. I had them on the money line, and the Giants paid uh, a $2 bet paid like eight bucks. There you go. So I love that. And they won in overtime. So uh, I'm going to keep that roll going. And oh, shit. And I got them beating your Cowboys. No, no, Joe. It's going to be a great weekend in Dallas, Fort Worth. Longhorns win Saturday. Cowboys destroy the Giants on Sunday. Okay. I like the Giants. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, the terrible pick. Terrible, terrible pick. I know. I um, know. I know. All right. How about the San Francisco 49ers? I don't know. Is Jimmy Garoppolo playing this week, or are they going with the rookie? I'm not sure. And I think Garoppolo's back. Okay. He's taking snaps. They're 2-2, they're two and two, and they're on the road against the undefeated, the only undefeated team left in the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals. My two upset specials. The Niners win this game. Wow. Wow. The the, the Cardinals are a five-point favorite. Uh, I got to say that that I hate, I, I cannot stand Kyler Murray. He went to the University of Oklahoma, and I got to go with a team that I truly do hate. I'm picking the Niners. I know that. Yeah, and they the, got that. That's another kid out of, if he does play, what, that uh, chant? I know, uh. What's his name? Number five. Right? He's out of North Dakota State. Yeah, right? yeah. The other quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I like the Niners too. Um, I know the Warbird is cheering me on because I not only took his beloved Niners, but I did say the phrase this weekend that I only say twice a year, and that's Roll Tide because they play A and M. So there you go. Okay. Trey Lance is that young man's star. Trey Lance. There, there we is. go. Yeah. All right. Sunday night football game. We got the three and one Buffalo Bills. On the road against the two and two Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs have got to be favored by a field goal. Uh, Chiefs minus two and a half. Nailed it. Nailed it, Joe. Okay, I love the Chiefs. Love the Chiefs. You love the Chiefs in this. I love the Bills. I love the Bills. Yeah, the, uh, the Bills have been partying too much. There's only like two bars in Buffalo, <laughs> and so and they've been to they've been to both of them. So I think the Chiefs come back and roll. All right, All right. fair Ooh. enough. Monday night game, oh, boy. You know, we get a good Thursday night game, and now the Monday night games are going to suck because we have the Colts taking on the Ravens. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I like this game, uh, three and nothing Ravens. <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll say they score eight. It's eight to nothing. They go for two out of nowhere. Eight to nothing okay. Ravens because they're a seven-point favorite. Now, I got one okay. more thing. I got a curveball to throw at you. Okay. The world heavyweight title is on the line this weekend between Devontae Wilder and Tyson Fury. What do you think happens? Big, Please, huge do not fight. Take, 
please don't take this as racist because I just can't remember which guy's the white guy, but he wins the second one in a row. Okay, you're taking Tyson Fury. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm taking Bomb Squad. I'm taking Devontae uh, uh, Wilder because I love Devontae Wilder. Devontae Wilder is one of my favorite fighters. I, okay. I, I, I think he comes back, and I think he wins this fight big. And I'm getting this fight, and I can't wait to watch it. Well, I and I, I hope I, maybe I can get it, too, and uh, and I'll watch it, too. But uh, I remember watching the last one, and I was I was, uh, I was was kind of thinking Wilder was going to win, and Fury won that, and I just think Fury's going to win it again. Fury kicked his ass in the second fight. The first fight was a good fight, and it went as a draw. I think Wilder should have won the first fight, but this fight's going to be huge. Yeah, it'll be, it will be huge. I'm right. hoping I can watch it. All right, Joe, I appreciate everything, my friend. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next Thursday, our regular day, when I won't be sick. All right, Arnie. Thanks, buddy. All right, pal. Take care. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. Now, we have a couple couple things I got to throw in to kill some time here because it's not time to, to go to, whatchamacallit, to, to commercials yet. Uh, a couple of uh, real quick impromptu Ask Arnie's. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? Isn't it great? So we'll we'll do a couple of these. Hold on a second. Let me figure out which ones I'm gonna do. Uh, let's see. Uh, I like this one here. Hold on. Let me let me let's see if I have it. There we go. We'll do this one first. Stop. Okay. Good. There's an ad. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. All right. Unless Wilder's wearing Skeletor armor again, it's a toss up. Yeah, I agree. All right. Here we go. Band, you ready? All right. They're they're giving me the thing. They're ready. Let's go. Donnie Wahlberg, Betty White, Jimmy Walker's Dynamite, Fred Sanford, Carrot Top, your mom likes to mop. I hate Tana, hated me, and her clit hung to her knee. I did another show without me, it really blows. Harry Carey, Stone Cold, great man, I am told. Joe Dog, Radio 2, I just say fuck you. Now you know why the show is so good and better than any other show and important to me. It's time to ask Arnie. You should do it now before he fucks the cow. You should ask Arnie. You should ask him now before he fucks the cow. There it is. There you go. Okay. Let's see. Which other one am I going to do? Anybody got any, any picks you want me to do? Let's see. Uh, no, that's Christmas shit. Uh-huh. Okay. I haven't done this one in a long time. So this, this one's going to be, this one might be kind of tough on me here. So let's see. We'll cut that one out here. And uh, we'll go like this. And let's see. No, 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 no. Oh, come on. I don't have that one in there? Okay, hold on a second here. Okay, don't need that. Let's see. Here we go. I don't know which one I do. Oh, crap. Okay, we'll do this one. 
Okay, Jim, we'll do that one next. This one kind of tears up my It's time to ask Arnie. Contact the show right now. If you don't, then you are responsible when he goes and fucks a cow. I gotta take it up, Octaves here. Here we go. His mother lived in a trailer. It was a double wide. His father tried to help Barney, but he only wanted pie. Big finish. Big finish coming up. It's time to ask Arnie. Contact the show. something else right there all right last one here i promise uh let's see what really i don't have that one bookmarked come on i'm on No, I don't want this damn ad playing. I want the shit. Here we go. I hit the shit again. Skip ads. Yes, ad. Skip ads. Here we go. All right. Then we'll get to these ass questions. I only got two of them. help then I can help you and I know I won't be wrong you like how I sing uh, well I sing to answer all the questions you have for me down uh, touching me touching me touching me
right, there you go. Man, oh, man, what a day it's been. Football and ask questions, man, oh, man. Doesn't get much better than this. All right. All right, this one is uh, uh, it's help needed by the S family. It says, hey, Arnie, I know you're not feeling well, but I wanted to see if you might know or know now or want to see if any of the Ash family does any of this kind of work. I'm planning a yard re-landscaping next spring. At the same time, I resurface my pool. Right away, I'm looking for anyone that does landscape design. Pro not needed, just somebody that can do a drawing. And I am clearing many trees in the yard now before the winter, so anyone with landscape design and tree clearing experience now and a pro landscaper for a big job next spring I know you know a gazillion people, and your audience is even bigger, but anyone with these skills that works South Placer is greatly appreciated. So there you go. There you go. That is from the one and only Ratburger who needs help. So if anybody can help, please contact me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com, and I can help you out. So there you go. Uh, all right. Let's see. The other asked question here. Now, this one's a big one here. It says, Dear Arnie, I'm reaching out because I need your help specifically. My marriage has ended and court proceedings have started. Ugh. I live in California and I make a light, nice living. Things seem to be amicable until she started talking to her divorced friends. Should I expect to pay support to her? And if you ask, we did not have any kids. Thank God. Thanks for your help, and I hope it's not too bad a news for me. And that's from Gary. Uh, Gary in California. Well, I can tell you this from experience, Gary in California, that your line in here that says you make a light, nice living, well, you made a nice living. Um, as far as, as far as the divorce goes, it doesn't matter if it's amicable or if she's talking to these people because things were amicable when I got divorced until the lawyers got involved. And I learned a phrase that to this day I, I dread hearing. And that phrase is, I've grown accustomed to that lifestyle. Even my accountant at the time said, what, being broke? They didn't seem to care about what my bills were or anything like that. All they care about is what you make. I don't think it's that one, Alicia. <laughs> See, I couldn't laugh like that yesterday. I'd be coughing up phlegm. Thank God for that fucking mucinex shit. Boy, that stuff worked like a champ. Uh, Douglas says it. He says, sorry, Gary, you're going to be paying. Yes. What the state of California does is this, is that they have this thing in place called a no-fault divorce. So it doesn't matter, let's say, that your wife cheated on you, let's say, in a Hooters bathroom, and it doesn't matter if your wife beat the shit out of you and you didn't throw one punch back because you're a man and you know better than that. None of that comes into play in the great state of California. Damn it, bratty kid. I'm not repeating that. You need to read what she wrote. Uh, 
what California does is they put you on this sliding scale. And the sliding scale sucks. Uh, so I don't feel bad for that, Gary. He gets everything he's got coming to him. But any other Gary, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is him. Um, they put you on this scale. And they compare what you make to what your wife makes. Now, hopefully your wife works and isn't a quote-unquote professional student. Um, and they nail you for the most that you can pay. Because they'll slide that scale over and they'll say, oh, this is the amount of money you make. This is the amount of money she makes. Here's the difference. This is what you pay her per month. This is coming from someone that paid almost five grand a month in spouse support when I was making a lot of money. So, Gary, I'm sorry. I apologize to you. I, I would play dead if I were you. I, I, I don't know what to say. I, 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 I hate the state of California for their divorce laws, and I understand why they're in place to help rich guys out from not paying anything. I, I have no problem paying, but I don't think that the guy should be completely, or not even the guy. Let me apologize. Ladies, because there are ladies that get hit with this, and as a man, I could never take spouse support. I mean, there's one person I could take it from, and that would be Satana. I'd like to get my money back. And let me tell you, you need to ask the court this. You need to ask when you have to start paying. Because they gave me the amount, but they didn't say I didn't have to start paying until the divorce was final. Oh, no, no, no. See, I started paying as soon as they gave me that amount. I gave that woman eight months worth of payment. You can do the math. That's almost $40,000 that I gave her that I didn't have to. Spousal support is the one thing that pushed me over the edge of my suicide. When she contacted someone where I worked, and they said if I went to jail for non-payment of spouse support, even for a day, that I would be fired, where I would have lost my whole career over it. So I said, well, fuck it then. I'm just going to cut my wrists. Which was the wrong decision. Yes, Gary, I know that. Um, do not cut your wrists over this. Your life will get better, I promise. Mine has gotten so much better since then. It's unbelievable. I've gotten so many bad people out of my life and have nothing but good people, even bratty kid, in my life right now. So, Gary, get ready. You're going to have to pay, and I don't say that happily. I don't say that with a smile on my face. Your aunt says, I was so very lucky with my divorce. I learned from my parents that divorce doesn't have to be ugly. They remained friends until my dad passed, and my mom actually went to his second wedding. My ex-husband and I didn't even get attorneys. We did everything at the courthouse ourselves. No spouse support for either, and we split the property 50-50. Thank God we didn't have kids. Gary, that would be your best bet is to friend up to her. But if she's already started talking to her divorced friends and, and any bitter shrews in there, and you get hit with that phrase, I've grown accustomed to this lifestyle, get ready. This ain't funny. My name's Arnie States, and you're about to pay a bunch of money. Uh, making note today that Arnie said he wouldn't take spouse support. I will not get married because I make way more than my boyfriend, not without a prenup. Okay. Now, look, it's just, it just depends on where you get divorced. California is the worst place if, if you're a man or a woman. If you make a lot of money and you live in California and you get divorced, 
I hope and pray that your spouse makes the same amount. Gail says, good morning, Arnie. Today is my 42nd birthday. I'd love a shout-out. was so awesome seeing you on your 50th. Well, Gail, it's night. Happy birthday, Gail. Hold on a second here. Let's, let's do something special for Gail. Go, 42nd. It's it's the anniversary, the 21st anniversary of your 21st birthday. So go enjoy today, Gail. Today is yours. Hot Mama says, married 20 years with three kids. I had the easiest divorce, and and, and I'm glad. I I, I root for if If people want to get out of their marriages, I root for it to be easy. Mine was not. Mine was terrible. I do have... I, I do have one funny story. Okay, so this is the one funny story. So, uh, uh, it, let me, let, so, I was trying to be the nice guy. That was awesome, plus I love Full Metal Jacket. Thank you, you're very welcome. Um, when, when we were married and she was planning her move back to the horrible state of Tennessee, I allowed her to stay in the house. She had a room. I had a room. Okay? I had the main room. I, I didn't give I was like, fuck that. You can use that room. You can use the guest bath, all that shit. I pay the fucking rent because I knew she was going to fucking take it to me. So uh, one day, I was downstairs, and I was trying to watch the Masters Golf Tournament. If you know me, you know how much I love the Masters Golf Tournament. My dad didn't come down because things were so bad at the house that he was like, I, look, I want to come down. I was like, Dad, just stay. And I'll never forget, it was a Saturday round, and a friend of mine who I hadn't talked to in a long time reached out to me to make sure I was doing okay. And this is the the pre-suicide thing. And uh, I wrote her back uh, on Messenger. It was on Facebook Messenger. I wrote her back. I said, and this is a friend that I had for like 20 years, and there's nothing going on between us. Nothing ever went on between us. And I wrote her back, thank you so much. I'm doing okay. It'll be better soon. That's all I said. It will be better soon. Meaning, Satan was moving out of the house. My life was about to be better soon. She comes down the stairs, and, and I close the computer out. Well, she liked to investigate and snoop. And she comes down, Arnie, hey, SnapchatHotDog.com, uh, excuse me, what does this mean? It'll get better soon, y'all. Yeehaw, Snapchat.com, or however she said. I looked at her, I said, did you read my, my, my personal message on Messenger? Oh, it was open. I go, it was not open. I close everything out all the time. Well, I, it, it was the first thing, though. I was like, it was not the first thing to open. You went to the Facebook page. You went to Messenger. You see what I did? She goes, well, yeah, I did. And I looked at her. I said, then you need to get your shit and get the fuck out right now. Well, well, where, where am I going? I go, I don't give a fuck. You're not on the lease. I'm on the lease. Get the fuck out. Kicked her out of the house. So that made me feel good, right? Now, so she moves out. She moves in with a friend for like a month. Then her dad comes out, and he's trying to, recon- you know, get us back together. I'm like, fuck you. Get out. So she goes back, and then she has to come back, and she wants mediation and all this bullshit. So we have to go to the, the courthouse there in, in Roseville. And we're meeting with a legal aid. Not a lawyer, but a legal aid. 
at this time, I was pretty ramped up in my addiction to pain pills. Not proud of it, but I am proud of this story. <laughs> because I don't remember much from that event because I had to meet her at like 10 o'clock. So the show got done, 9.45. I took like a handful, I, at least 15 Norcos. I took those, and I was feeling fucking good in there, right? We sit down with the legal aid, and she's going over all her stuff, and she's gained a bunch of weight, which makes me fucking laugh. <laughs> That'll lead to one more thing here. And we're sitting there, and the legal aid is talking about all the shit she wants me to agree to, and I'm fucking high as shit. I told her I was high, too. She still had me signing the stuff, so none of this stuff was really valid. But I looked at her, like when the legal aid was talking, I just looked at her and go, how in the fuck did I ever marry you? <laughs> the legal aid started to laugh. I was, I was very proud of that moment. But the most proud I ever was was when divorce, we, were in, we were going to court. I had to go back to that courthouse. We are getting divorced there. And I showed up, and the proceedings started right at 10. I showed up at 10.01, so the guard had to let me in. And the guard looks at me, and he goes, uh, who are you here with? And it just so happened that my new attorney, because the first attorney I fired because she was an idiot, my new attorney was sitting next to her, just didn't know. I go, uh, the, the brunette next to her, the fat blonde. <laughs> yes, by the way, I was very fucking high again this time. My lawyer comes into that little cubbyway, and I go, God damn, Emily got fat. My lawyer said, please don't say that in court. As I was driving away, She's walking to say, Ted is walking down the court steps. And I just rolled the window down because I had a different car. She didn't know what kind of car I had. And I just went, <laughs> Oh. <laughs> uh, my divorce would have been a nightmare because he wanted spouse support in my truck. But when we had to go to court, he was back in prison. Uh, suck it. I kept all my shit and my money. Okay, good. <laughs> Your house is Cowboys Gross. He's seeing anyone? <laughs> all right. We got all kinds of great stories now to talk about coming up in the next uh, next break. We got all the story. Look, we, we will be playing the Markle song today, and that's all I'm going to say. 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Play, damn it.
I will support people getting the shot, and I will support people not getting the shot. That's what makes our country amazing are the freedoms and the choices that we have in this country. Okay? If your job says that you have to get the shot, well, if you want to keep said job at that place of employment, then you might have to get the shot. But if you want to be true to yourself and you want to fight against this because you know what you're going to be able to look at in the mirror and know what you're going to be able to go to bed with at night, then to thine own self be true. I don't care what anybody thinks of you. I won't think any less, no matter which way you go. I understand that this is a real choice for Americans right now. And for me, I'm sorry, I think it's a really shitty choice for Americans right now. That places, I mean, there, there is a, there is a, a, a rule that says that, that the Bidens want to pass, and I haven't ripped Joe Biden a lot this morning because, well, I've been off for the last two days. But come to find out that he, could, he can fine a business up to $700,000 if all their employees are not vaccinated. I don't think the government should have that much control over the say of your own body. Douglas says this is more important than the job you have now. The government is chipping away at our rights little by little, and I will get fired with you on principle. Inconveniences are not worth fighting the system that is trying to oppress. This is the hill I choose to die on, and I respect that. Look, man, I respect everybody and their choices in this. If your job that you've trained for your whole life says you got to get this shot and it's a hard job to get, and you don't want to lose a great job, then get the shot. I have no pro- I will not look at you any different or any worse. Nobody should. Because you want to provide for your family. And by the way, that's all that matters. If you choose not to, you are setting an example for your family. That says, look, this is the hill that I am going to go die on. And I respect the shit out of that because you're giving your family an education there, too. I, I can't tell you what to do. If that was, if, if by chance I was working in radio today and they said I had to get a shot to keep my job, and I was doing morning radio, and I was kicking ass like in the old days, you know what? I'd probably get the shot because I love that job so much. I I love that job so very much. I miss being on terrestrial radio because I got to show how talented I actually was without using that one tool of cursing and dirtiness. But I tell you what, this new job I have now, it's even better. And you have to think about that. That I would have probably stayed in radio. If I had to get the shot, I would have probably stayed in radio. If I would have gotten fired, then I would have had to go to podcasting, and then I would have found out how happy I am. And lo and behold, I'm happier at this. So I would have made the wrong choice back then. But the choice is yours. And by the way, there is no wrong choice. Providing for your family 
shouldn't be something that we look down upon in this country. Providing for your family, it used to be a staple, a backbone of this society, a backbone of our society. And now it's just kind of a punchline and a joke. I admire that. I respect anybody who's got a job. I don't care what you do for a living. If you're a cart wrangler at Kmart, you've got a fucking job. Okay? If you're flipping burgers at Dairy Queen, guess what? You've got a fucking job. There are so many people that are sitting at home taking advantage of a system where there are plenty of jobs out there. The jobs report came out and jobs are starting to get filled. Why? Because the government isn't handing out checks anymore to people. People are like, well, fuck, man, i got to have some money. And to everybody that says, well, Americans will turn to a life of crime. Some will, and then they'll be in prison. But a vast majority of people will go and get jobs. Knowing who this person is, they will have no problem finding a job. Christopher says, don't get the shot to comply with what your work says. Don't get the shot because of some stupid stand you're making. Nobody will care. Uh, You won't make a difference. Your research, actual research, don't listen to the crackpots. Come to your own conclusions and make your own decisions based on that. Douglas says, Tim Poole was saying uh, that uh, they are punishing the Marxism that you will own nothing and you will be happy. That includes not owning your body. Not on my watch. Fuck that bullshit. Uh, Hot Mama says, I'm going to be in the same position. I'm going to be forced to get it because I can't afford not to have my job. I understand that. This is different. Any real-blooded, red-blooded American should be standing against this Nazi garbage. That is what America stands for, yeah? But right now, here's the problem, Mike. I agree. I agree with that's what America used to be. The problem is, until enough people do stand up to it and force industries to shut down, because that's what's going to happen. If not enough people get the shots that are being forced, industries will be shut down. And there are certain industries we can't have shut down. This ain't like, and and ain't nothing wrong with 7-Eleven. Stackar, my man, who used to own a 7-Eleven, who, by the way, is taking care of his family, which is very, very amicable and respectable. This ain't 7-Eleven saying that. It's a job that somebody has trained for, they've gone to school for, they've busted their ass to get to where they are now. And until enough people stand up to shut that industry down, we have to take a stand as Americans. That's what we have to do. And I understand that that stand is going to be painful, it's going to be costly, it's going to cost people a lot. But if you're willing to take that stand, I will stand right behind you all day long. And if you decide to get the shot to take care of your family, I will stand behind you on that because you are once again taking care of your family. Until things change in this country, until we get over all of this petty fucking bullshit of saying a black kid who opens fire in school is not an active shooter. He's standing up to bullies. When a white kid who did the exact same thing, we need to just strip this all down. We need to get rid of all the pussies in society. People that say, cancel Dave Chappelle for the jokes that he makes. He's a comedian. He's supposed to do that. 
cancel these shows because they go against this or cancel this person, cancel that. We have to get rid. We have to cancel the cancel people. Do you know who you cancel? You cancel people that are pedophiles. You cancel people like that. You cancel murderers. You cancel people that have infringed on other human beings' rights. You getting a shot is not infringing on anyone's rights because those people that got shots, they'll be the ones, well, you could get somebody sick. Well, people that got the vaccine have gotten people sick. So now what? Uh, that that's great. I, <coughs> hold up, <coughs> I swallowed the wrong way. Uh, you have to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. Douglas says I am for someone uh, taking their own decision without co- coercion. I prefer people not caving to the system. Brad Kid says, isn't it hypocritical to say that I'm going to take a stand but still get the shot to keep your job? No. I don't think it's hypocritical because that person's keeping their job to help support their family. I get it. I understand. Look, they're putting you in a a zero-win situation. And you have to go with what can make you sleep better at night. So to the person that wrote that, let me ask you this. What will make you sleep better at night? Knowing that your family will be provided for or knowing that you stood up for what you believe in, and the next maybe year or so will be tough on your family. That's what you have to ask yourself. If you're willing to live through and embrace the suck, then don't get the shot. But if you've worked too hard and you've busted your ass to get to the position where you are, I don't see any fault in getting said shot. Uh, that's the only reason me and my wife, uh, we got it. We can't lose our jobs. I understand. And like I said, once again, I totally get it. I totally understand. I totally get it. They're not playing fair with us. And real quick, life ain't fair and the world is fucking a mean place. Okay, it's not just a Sturgill Simpson song. It's a reality. Drought says, honestly, I'm tired of it all. Whore Island sounds more and more inviting to me. By the way, I'm actually working on that. No joke. There are actual islands for sale, and they're not expensive. Now, the excavation and building and power and sanitation issues, that costs money, but it can be done. Yes, it can be. There's nothing wrong with that. Nobody says you have to be a part of society. I, I, I mean, honestly, look, I, I could ramble on for this, but I promise you guys we would lighten things up. But I did. I, if somebody asks me a question, I will always answer their questions. By the way, put up a new picture of my new hat today. Oh, my God. Today's new hat is amazing. It's the White Sox Field of Dreams hat. I finally found one. I found it on eBay, and it wasn't too expensive. Game-issued hat, the pinstripe blue hat, no logo in the front. Came in the mail yesterday. Flared it up with my beautiful A, and now I have my new pinstripe hat. Very exciting. (laughs) If I could get electricity and plumbing, I'd move to a tropical island in a minute. Family? What family? I could go fishing with my semi-auto shotgun. That would be kick-ass. 
That would be fantastic. Uh, it, it really sucks right now. Being an American sucks right now. And I've never said that before. I love America, but I hate our country. Our country is insane right now. We have these mad groups of people that want you really excommunicated for if you don't believe in the same things you... See, we were built on a series of checks and balances in this country, which means one side likes something, the other side doesn't like it, so we have to balance the scales out. There is no balance right now. One side has all this power, and they're using. And by the way, that side is going to fucking come crumbling down so badly when it does happen. Now, I don't know when it happens. I don't know, but it will happen. I promise you that. It will happen, and I don't know if it's going to take an all-out inside civil war in America to make that happen. But the other side that has no power right now that's getting shit on, that side's going to take the power back, and they're going to take it back by all means necessary. Uh, let's see. <laughs> oh, I'm leaning more towards Scotland and England area. I'm tired of the, of the fucking heat. Texas is like a goddamn inferno. Shit, you should have been at the fair yesterday. I'd move to a rocky island off of Ireland and live in a lighthouse, take my boat to the pub, fuck a sheep, and go home happy. It's the Irish way. We have the Fauci cult now, and if you don't get in the, uh, the initiation shot, you're one of those terrible anti-vaxxers that need to be punished. Look how far they're going to punish the people that are not vaccinated. They're calling parents who don't want their children to be vaccinated because, look, yes, the FDA approves this vaccination, great. That don't mean shit. All these people that want to say, oh, the FDA approved it. Well, why are you fucking shitting on ivermectin then? Another drug that the FDA has permitted and okayed. Because they ain't going to make enough money off it. That's why. That is why. The people in power want to stay in power. And the way to stay in power is that one color that everybody in this country especially is afraid of. And that, that color is green. If you have enough green, you have enough power. That's the simple answer right there. If you ain't got green, you ain't got shit. Don't matter if you're black, white, purple, yellow, pink, blue. If you ain't got the green, fuck you. Uh, Michael Malice has been talking about a peaceful divorce. I'm with him on this. Yeah, oh, I wish there could be a peaceful divorce, but they won't let it happen. The powers that be will not let that happen. A peaceful divorce with America? No, that won't happen. They won't, like, they won't let states like Texas secede. Texas has talked about it. Why? Because we're the fifth biggest economy in the world. Fifth or sixth. I don't know what it is now. Maybe seventh. But we're the fifth, or fifth to seventh biggest economy in the entire world. That means America loses that. Ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. Tell you this right now, the first thing that would happen if Texas seceded, all that fucking ocean out there, fuck you, BP and all them oil fucking companies, we're fucking moving out there. We're drilling for our own fucking oil. You wanna you wanna spend seventy dollars a barrel from OPEC? Okay, we'll charge you seventy-five dollars and you get it quicker. We're gonna make our money. I can't handle that. They cannot. 
So, to the letter writer, the best advice I can give to thine own self be true. Douglas says, I don't feel like I'm allowed to use my health care that I pay for. Like I read a story that someone who didn't get the jab was denied an organ transplant. People that get denied treatment because they don't comply, that shit is very concerning. But I just don't want to cave this slippery slope. Exactly. With all these powers we're allowing the government to grab. It's amazing. Let me stay on this for just a second. It's amazing to me that, it, and you know how much I hate, absolutely, I, I, de- I, I detest talking about abortion. I just, I hate it so much. Because as a man, the, I'm just going to tell you the truth. I don't fucking care. I don't like it being used as birth control, but I, it, I just don't care. I do not like the new state of Texas law. I, I, it, I simply do not like it. I think that if abortion is legal, and the Supreme Court said it is legal to do, okay, and they give you a time, like in the first or second trimester, you can get it done. I don't like what they do in other states, like, what, is it Virginia or New York, where the, the fetus can actually be born and then they abort it? To me, that's just, that's murder. They, 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 they born a baby, they, they, they take the baby out, and then they kill it? Mm, I don't care for that. That makes me feel ooky, but I'm a guy. And, and what the governor is now proposing in Texas is that you can only get a doctor's prescription to get the day after pill. I don't care for that either. I don't, I don't like any of it. I don't like this. I, 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 if I were in charge, this is the law I'd have. This would be the Arnie State's law. And neither side would want me because, well, I'd be wrong on both sides. I would say that up to a certain point, you can get an abortion. If that's in the second trimester, halfway through the second trimester, boom. Okay. Everybody who, if you've been raped or it's, it's incest, no question. I, I, I Just get it done. Just get it done. If you want the day after pill, those should be on the shelves. I'm telling you, they should be on the, the free shelves. Not, even, not free shelves. you got to pay for them. But I'm talking like next to Tylenol. And I would just go, there you go. There's your law. Boom. The right would hate me. The whack job Christians would hate me because I'm killing children. And the left would say I'm still being too restrictive because I'm only allowing up to a certain time. It's like the society we live in now. You're not going to please both sides. I do. I, I, am, I, I am very upset that Governor Wheels is a governor who I like past this. I think he was a little, feeling a little full of himself. You know, guy in a wheelchair gets that every once in a while. And I, I think this is what's going to get him booted out of office. That, that's my opinion. And my opinion only. You can say I'm an idiot for talking like this, but that's why I, I hate the, the abortion talk. I hate it, and, and more than anything, it's one of the last things they bring up during any election. This year will be one of the first, or in 2022, will be one of the first things they talk about. 
But this is one of those things that they only they only pull out in break in case of emergency. I think the majority of Texans are for uh, that law, or am I wrong? I don't. I haven't seen a poll on it. I honestly don't know, Douglas. I can check this weekend, but I know knowing my friends and stuff, it, it's tough. Arn, did you see that th- link I sent you about Douche the Bounty Hunter? What, he's getting sued? You sent me a thing saying he's getting sued? I think it's fantastic. Good. I hate Dog the Bounty Hunter. I hate Dog the Bounty Hunter more than I ta- hate talking about abortions. Uh, I think the majority of Texans are, for, okay, as a person that hasn't watched the news in over seven years, trying to tell people the government has way too much overreach and watching uh, all of this shit go down. It's really strange walking around and watching about 99.9% of people comply with all this. I wasn't aware that there were so many Americans that are okay with this. Well, this is the funny part, and this is why I brought up the, um, the abortion thing. Most of these people, we'll, we'll just categorize things real quick. Most of the left, a lot of the left, thinks that you should get the shot to keep your job. Now, that's the government telling you what you can and can't do with your body. And it is mostly the left who are crying out foul when the government is telling women what to do with their bodies when it comes to abortion. Do you see the hypocrisy? I sure do. Wait a second. You're going to go along with this shot. But you hate the fact that the government is telling you what you can and can't do as a woman to your body. It, it makes you scratch your head. It, it truly, truly does. All right, let, let's lighten things up, okay? I mean, we, we've talked about the shot. we talked about abortion, for Christ's sake. God damn. And you know how much I hate that. Oh, God. I feel ooky talking about that. Let's do this. The former Duke of Sussex and some Yank wish to now tell you how to think. Harry drove a tank. Now he's just a wank. It's the Markles. Megan is ashamed. For nothing she is famed. Here come the Markles. Her magic's really strong. He's given up the bong. It's the Markles. The Queen's pride is hurting when she's not too busy squirting. Her ginger will never last with a shitty half-assed podcast. The fame's gone to her head. Philip's glad he's dead. It's the Markles. Oprah takes their calls now that Harry's lost his balls. Here come the Markles. How does she cast the spell? Her legs lead straight to hell. It's the Markles. Here come the Markles. Oi, call blimey. I still say they're a couple of wankers. They, they truly are. Ogre, great job. He says, uh, oh, uh, Alicia says, one of my new favorite jingles. Thank you again for this, Jim Ogre says, you're quite welcome, though I'm planning on reworking this to be a rock song at some point. Different lyrics, of course. Uh, by the way, Ogre, what'd you do to your foot? Dude, I saw your video on uh, on uh, the TikTok. You bust your foot up? Damn, dude. Uh, all right. 
Meghan Markle, the speculation is growing that she's about to start her own line of cosmetics. <laughs> she's turning into a Kardashian? <laughs> she's been talking to the founder of uh, Gunther Rinker. Uh, and and they're the people that that put you know Cindy Crawford in with that you know that melon juice or that those melon seeds, and she's made a ton of money from these infomercials. Um, I think this is awesome. Uh, they used his private jet, Mr. Gunthy's private jet, to travel to New York and and fuck over the environment totally. Oh oh, you know who wasn't happy about it? Our our little girl Greta. How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. We are unstoppable. Another world is possible. We How are dare unstoppable. You? Another world is possible. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, yeah, they were at this thing. She's wearing a gown that cost $30,000. Jewelry worth $30,000. And she's saying everybody is the same. And now... Oh, the Achilles tendonitis. I have better than sat recording music for hours. My feet pulled back under the chair out of habit and fucked that tendon up again. Okay, good, good. I'm glad you're okay. They <laughs> has a, the gray eyeshadow color called Dead Lay. Uh, could you send that to me? The blah, blah, blah. How dare you? Oh, this one? The blah, blah, blah. How dare you? Douglas, I, I can't let, let me work on that this weekend. Send me an email this weekend. I'll see what I can do. Uh, Ogre, my boy is dealing with the same thing, an actual ankle fracture as well. Bitch needs Linson to fellow Swede, Ola England, and get some kick-ass death metal in her soul. Look, Meghan Markle going the fucking... <laughs> going the route of... what? Which Jenner kid is it? Which Kardashian kid is it? And by the way, are they using some of her magic pussy juice on all this? Because that's the only way this shit's going to sell. Here, put this makeup on. It'll land you a royal. Ah, but not so fast, my friend. Somebody is seeing through it. And his name is Prince Charles, who has come out and said that when he becomes king, he probably ain't going to be giving them Clarence House. That's where the queen mum she lived and died in 2002. Then he and horseface Camilla moved in there. It was reported that he would give that property to Harry and Meghan. And now Daddy is saying, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. What's Daddy saying? Daddy is saying, hold up. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. No, 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 it ain't. Oh, I love it. Please don't give him the house. Please don't give him the house. Give that to your brother who's got all the sexual charges against him. Don't give it to the Markles. They don't need it. They got hundreds of millions of dollars from idiots like Netflix and Spotify. And by the way, their fucking, their podcast still ain't that good. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. There is only one person who is worse than them using their fame. That's right, you guessed it, the one and only Hunter Biden. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. What? And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool huh? and rub my leg down. Well, what are so you talking about? And watch the hair 
come, come back shit. up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned Holy about shit. kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. I've never said this out loud before, but I think the president of America is actually a retard. Yeah, yeah. He, he truly is. And his son isn't far behind him. Good old crackhead. <laughs> crackhead hunter. I can call him that. I, he, we've got pictures of him smoking crack. He admitted that he, he smoked Parmesan cheese thinking it was crack. So crackhead first son had his art exhibit this weekend, last weekend in L.A., and sold his paintings for $500,000. Nearly 200 anonymous buyers, Eric Garcetti and Moby, were there. I don't know if they bought anything, but Captain Dipshit the Crackhead has five hundred thousand more dollars, along with all the money he scammed from Libya, saying, "Hey, I can get you a meeting with my daddy, the vice president." But we don't look into that shit. No, 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 no. If you do that, you just you hate America. If you say look into that, oh my fucking god! He actually said he loves kids jumping on his lap while stroking his leg. Well, and he refers to black children as roaches. That's what he talks about. That's where he says roaches in there. I learned about roaches. That was the same press conference, by the way, that we got the gem of all gems. Corn Pop was a bad dude. Moby has creeped me out. Definitely a pedo. Look, true story. I am very proud of this story. You remember the time when my show, the show that I was on before, Got moved to Seattle. Well, when we first, we, we went there in October. That's when we started was in October. And we, we would do two weeks up there and then two weeks down here. So the company put us in hotels up there. Down here, we're getting our stuff ready. And then when we come back to Sacramento, they put us in hotels when we moved. Well, we went up there, and we stayed in this hotel in downtown Seattle. I forget the name of it, but it was kind of like a live-in hotel. But it was fancy, real fancy, and that's where a lot of the artists stayed in town. One day, we were leave- I, I was coming back to the hotel. My boss was going up. We are going to a meeting, and we're both on the elevator, and Moby was on the elevator. We didn't say anything to him. We were on, like, the sixth floor. He was in the penthouse, so he was up, like, four more floors than us. And these elevators were slow, and my program director at the time was kind of freaking out that Moby was on this, this elevator. And as we're walking off, the doors slowly open, and they stay open forever. As we're walking out, I knew the doors were still open. We're walking, and the program director elbows me and goes, hey, did you see that Moby was on our elevator? And I didn't like Moby. Nobody likes Moby. I just looked at him, I go, Moby fucking sucks. And at that time, I was still working out a lot, and I was really, really big. Like, Moby's going to come off the elevator and say something to me. <laughs> Moby hit his ass in the elevator. was clicking the door closed thing. Oh, I enjoyed that moment. That was one of those great moments that you don't get very often. But I savored that moment. Oh, I remember that. Um... Mo- oh yeah, Moby heard me. Oh yeah, I guarantee. I let me just say, I I I will I will say this on any kids that I don't even have. Ah, guarantee. Because those doors were not closed. He even looked back and he's like, the doors aren't closed. I'm like, I don't fucking care. What is he gonna do? 
Moby is all a five foot nothing, weighs a hundred and nothing pounds. At that time, that week was the week that I bench pressed the 200 pound dumbbells in each hand. Moby ain't gonna do shit to me. Moby wants to come up and say something to me, I will end up Moby. And I will be celebrated as an American hero for doing so. Shocking that he bought one of the paintings, probably. What a douche nozzle. That guy is a douche canoe. Speaking of douche canoes, I I don't know who we, we should talk about here. Okay, for, first, let, let, let me say, okay, let, let me get this way. I used to have a thing for Emily Ratajkowski, the model, the Blurred Lines video girl, who just came out last week and said, Robin Thicke grabbed my boob on the filming of the Blurred Line videos. Now, this was a video that launched her into superstardom when it came to the modeling world because she was naked in the video. If you've actually seen the real video, her tits are out, flopping around. She's dancing around, tits are out. And she is super hot. Now, this is why, I, I got to say, this, this to me blows my mind. And this is why I, I say this to you, uh, to anybody. If you have a problem with what happened to her, I, I, I think it's terrible. I don't think any woman should be groped. But when you have this response, all I have to say is, Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I never left you. All through my wild days, my mad existence, I kept my promise. Don't Keep your distance. Emily Ratajkowski was asked, why did it take so long for you to come out and talk about this? Her response is, and I quote, if I would have talked about this then, I wouldn't be famous. <laughs> so then you're not necessarily opposed to what he did. You, you let him grab your tits. So, so once again, I'm not the bad guy when I say that, like, like the, what's her name, Ashley Judd? Ashley Judd, who has fucking gigantic houses worth millions upon millions of dollars, she got that all courtesy of sucking a fat guy's dick. Should it have happened? No. We can all agree it shouldn't have happened. That Harvey Weinstein whips out his gigantic, fat, overrated, shitty cock and sticks it in her mouth, instead of her doing the right thing, which would have been saying no, and then not getting movie parts, we celebrate her for saying, oh, yes, I did that. I did that. I was forced to do that. Once, once I said this a long time ago, and I still stand by this, to all these women that had the Me Too movement, I, I feel bad for you that you had to. It, Ashley Judd, I feel bad that she had to suck a fat guy's dick. Um, but you're not a hero. The hero is the girl that said no and left and never got to make a movie. That's the hero in my eyes. You see, see, the problem is, is that you, you took that floppy cock 
And you, you fucking, you milked it dry. And you got your dreams to come true. But that girl who had those same dreams, who had a little bit more self-respect than you, who said no, who's maybe managing a bank now, who knows? Maybe that threw her for a loop, and maybe she became a heroin addict and died. I don't know. I still have more respect for her than I do people like Emily Ratajkowski and Ashley Judd. Uh, let's see. Um, so Ashley Judd sucks fat guy cock means I have a shot. I mean, we've all been there. My ex-husband looked like Peter Griffin, so. But, yeah, you didn't do it to, to – you did it at the time because you loved the fat guy. I ain't talking bad about fat guys. I'm talking bad about if you're going to come out in the Me Too movement, you can't. You can't. I ain't talking about the women that he allegedly – well, that he, he did rape. I can't say allegedly because he was, he was tried for that, and he's in prison for it. But as far as Emily Ratajkowski goes – I, I ain't hearing it anymore. I, I, I ain't hearing that. She, he grabbed her boobs. Okay. And you 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 vaulted to superstardom. Okay. All right. How about that model that did the shoot before you? The one that was even prettier? That he did that to. That didn't vault to that because he grabbed her boobs and she walked out. If there was one. Uh, just saying. So Emily Ratajkowski is a douche canoe. And I'm sorry for all the DNA I have fucking spilled on her. Like, not saying I would suck dick, but damn, all she had to do was give a blowjob and boom, she's a rich movie star. And a Me Too victim all at once. Like, I can't flaunt my chest and get groped and get famous. Not fucking fair. I, it, it's crazy, isn't it? It is crazy. Uh, all right, another douche canoe here. Let's go. Let, let's pick on Sarah Silverman, shall we? Sarah Silverman, who called out uh, poor Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn is going to port- be portraying Joan Rivers in an upcoming biopic about the life of Joan Rivers. And I've seen the the clip now from Sarah Silverman's show where she talks about, "Oh, this is a hundred percent not Catherine's fault," but we've been we've been. We've been Jew-washed, meaning a non-Jew is playing a Jewish person's role, which I find to be just stupid. But then this week she comes out and she puts her super Jew girl pants on, and she says she slammed her girls in the squad last week over their attempt to defund Israel's Iron, 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 uh, iron Dome missile defense system and called the congresswoman out for failing to denounce the Hamas terror group, which launches the rockets that the Iron Dome intercepts. So, wait a second. I appreciate that part, but you can't then go out and say that Catherine Hahn shouldn't get this role. Because she's not you. See, see, she's an actress. That's what makes people talented. Should only doctors then play doctor's rules? I mean, think about it. We wouldn't have George Clooney. He's not a doctor. He would have never been on ER. We only have to get, do- we have, if you're in Hollywood, the, o- the only one that's there is Ken Jong. 
Ken Jong now will be the doctor in every movie you see from now on. It's terrible for Sarah. Maybe she should get up and say, we didn't land on Mount Sinai. Mount Sinai landed on us. See what happens next to her black fans. This is amazing to me. These people that, that, that support these whack jobs that hate them. Look, look. Not hiring a Jewish woman to play Joan Rivers, I don't think has any anti-Semitism in it at all. I don't. I don't believe that. I believe they picked the best person to portray that part. That's what I believe. Now, I could be wrong. They could be a bunch of anti-Semites that said, oh, yeah, we're going to get somebody. Okay. I'm, I, I, I don't see that in people, though. I'm not going to be that guy. But you support a group of women that don't even support your homeland, that you're taking, you're taking this fucking fight on. See, this is what I'm talking about. I don't think that that Sarah Silverman owns a mirror. Because if she did, there's no way she could look herself in the eye every day. Because uh, I don't know about you. I, I like to live my life by the two rules of this show. Consistency and logic. Now, if she comes out and says, I was wrong about this. It was it was a really stupid idea that that I said that Catherine Zahn, or whatever her name is, shouldn't have played that role. It's stupid. I will back it. I will beep 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 back this hate truck up because she admits she's wrong, and that's what we all need to do in this country. When somebody's wrong about something, instead of canceling them, instead of kicking them to the curb and saying we are done with you forever, if they're wrong about something. And truly wrong about something. I'm not talking about making gay jokes nine, ten years ago when it was okay to do. That right there is just evil. That's mean-spirited and evil. That You're the kid with the fucking, the magnifying glass on the ants. You're a fucking mean kid. Does that shit. But if she comes out and she walks us back and says, you know what? I was just caught up in the moment. I'm sorry that I said this about Catherine Zahn. And because otherwise, then if you're, you're uh, I, I, I don't know. What, what, can, can we no longer have space movies unless Jeff Bezos and the guy from fucking Richard Branson star in them? Because they're the only people who have been to space. Or do we hire nothing but astronauts to play space people in movies? Just wondering. I, I'm just trying to, hey, I'm just trying to go by the rules here. I'm in favor that, that we don't get Denzel Washington to play John F. Kennedy in a movie. I think that would be dumb. By the way, interesting uh, video I saw last night. And I'm, I'm no follower of Malcolm X. I know that surprised a lot of people. But you need to look up an interview where he calls liberals out way back in the day. Just, just Google Malcolm X, white liberals. See what he has to say about the liberal posse there. It's quite eye-opening. Quite. And I'm not, like I said, I was not a big follower. I was, I was more of a peaceful follower. It, I wasn't even alive during that time, so I can't say I was a follower of either one. But I think uh, Malcolm X was right about the white liberal. You've seen it then. It's a very, very interesting article or, or very, very interesting interview that he did. 
That's all I'm going to say. I don't know. Denzel putting on a Boston accent would be pretty cool. King Kong ain't got shit on me in the mash. <laughs> but you would never hire... You, 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 you would never hire, I don't know, fucking Vince Vaughn then to play Martin Luther King Jr. I could see a problem with that. So once again, I guess only Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, and Marky Mark can play any role from Boston. This is so stupid. So stupid. Now, I, I, now this next story, this, this one's interesting to me. Y'all are going to have to help me with this one here. Everybody see the news from a couple days ago that cold case files have come in. And the team says that they have found the link and they know who the dreaded Zodiac killer was. Story's been out for a few days. They say the Zodiac killer was Gary Francis Post. Of course, you got to put his middle name in there because he's a serial killer. Uh, who passed away in 2018. Well, how convenient. Uh, the team's uh, years of digging uncovered new forensic evidence and photos from his darkroom. One image features scars on the forehead uh, that, that match scars on a sketch of the Zodiac. So you've got Gary's full name in order to decipher these anagrams. So ask family, I'm going to ask you the question. Do you think that this guy is the actual Zodiac killer? a drawing of the alleged Zodiac next to a picture of him, and I don't know if those are scars or wrinkles in his forehead. By the way, lots of men have those, especially if you have a wife and you roll your eyes a lot. Uh, yes, Dr. Fauci said so. <laughs> um, Alicia says, uh, yes, I was reading up on this the other day. His death sounded long and painful. Good. Ogre says, nope. This is another case of people finding work to do. Like middle managers who need to look like they're keeping busy and being good business people. Well, I mean, what are we, like a couple weeks away from D.B. Cooper being found? Up, oh, we found Jimmy Hoffa. Uh, they had people who weren't being uh, paid to look into it. I think it's possible. From what I read about Post, he sounded like a piece of shit. Okay, so, hey, yeah, I'm not here to tell you wrong. I'm not here to tell them they're wrong. I just, I, when I saw the story, I was like, man, I don't know. I don't know about all that. That that seems a little silly to me. How about this? All these people that are willing to do all this work for free, how about you go out there and stop the current serial killers because at any given time in America, there are anywhere between 12 and 32 serial killers active 
in the United States of America. That's just an FBI stat I, that I happen to know. Between 12 and 32 serial killers are active this moment in time in America. But we're going to focus on Zodiac because, well, he got away with it all those years. I still think it's the guy they showed at the end of the movie who was already in prison. But that's just me. I think it was just wanted to make people feel better. I don't blame them, but he can't defend himself, so nobody will ever know for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to think the Zodiac was actually beloved Dick Clark, kind of how Merv Griffin was the killer in The Man with Two Brains. Spoiler. Well, you remember Chuck Barris was a trained assassin for the CIA. The guy who hosted the gong show allegedly killed people for the CIA, if you read his memoirs. I know far too much about fucking death. I do, I just do. I it's it's something creepy. It kind of creeps me out too. All new shows announced at Billy Bob's. Well, I ain't gonna see Zach Bryan. Well, fuck that. There you go. Nope, not going to that show. Uh. By the way, all the Facebook shit that happened, I didn't cover it. Coming back today, AOC has called out Facebook. And wants to break down big tech companies, which I sit there and go, why does Facebook support the left if the left wants to break them down? Mark Zuckerberg lost $6 billion due to the outage. From what I'm hearing, there's a, there's a huge conspiracy going on with the Facebook thing. So you know how they have the whistleblower go out on, on 60 Minutes? And then she testified in court. What if... She was a planted whistleblower by Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, Ogre says, adios, familia. Have a glorious weekend and stay safe out there. Ogre, you got to hear the last story. I mean, I know you got to go, but download the end of the today's show because I have a story about Megan Trainer that you do not want to miss. Somebody tell you who's texting me that. Zach? Zach just texted me. Remember, Mr. Rogers was a Marine sniper. <laughs> That's one of my all-time favorites. Oh, yeah, and he had tattoos all the way down. He had full-sleeve tattoos. Um, did you know all uh, did you all know that Sacramento is a breeding ground for serial killers? You're out books like the Sacramento. Some of them started there, yeah. Oh, sure. Sure. She was a planted whistleblower. It's all too convenient. That's what I was trying to convey to you the other day. So they put her in there to talk about all the shit. And by the way, when they went down, they said, oh, it was all internal. They were taking out shit. Whoops-a-daisy. They were taking shit out that they didn't want people to see. And, up oh, the site's back up and running now. Once again, this is why I don't know why they're on the side of the – are they on the side of the – I, I want to ask this seriously. Is Mark Zuckerberg doing all this stuff for the left because he realizes how stupid they are? And and it, look, look, you don't have to agree with my politics. I, I appreciate it when you don't. I, I appreciate a good, spirited debate on this show. I really, truly do. But why in the fuck would you be on the side of the left if they're the ones trying to end you? Only because you know they're too dumb to do it? I mean, he's a fucking Bond villain. 
Mark Zuckerberg is flat out a Bond villain. You could put him on the show billions. By the way, season finale was last weekend. Fucking amazing. Today after the show, I'm going to watch the the season finale of fucking Ted Lasso, and I'm going to cry my eyes out because I love that show so much. You put up something here on YouTube. Okay, hold on. let Let me click on this link before I get to the final story of the day. You got me on. There's three types. Okay, this is an ad first. Okay, here we go. I want to give you a warning before you watch this. This is probably the most uncomfortable interview I've ever done in my life. And I've interviewed a lot of different people. Uh, I want to warn you, you may not want to watch this video because the stories this moderator tells of what his job was at Facebook with the videos he was watching every day and his job was to report to Facebook to take these videos down and many of these videos were left up they're gonna leave an, a, 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 an image in your in your head so all right I'm gonna watch this later because this is a this is an hour-long video uh, but thank you addict to Brian for putting this up uh, it is truly amazing to me and by the way what was did anybody see that picture that was on Facebook yesterday that was sensitive and it was a picture of a flower that a lot of people were putting up I, I didn't understand any of that. I I, I, I truly didn't. Uh, your ad says, I'm heading to bed. Uh, glad I could catch up today. Later, y'all. Go Dodgers. All right. You, Addict Brian, or you're out. Have a good one. All right. I'm going to do my last story here because this last story is so good and it's so creepy. Actually, actually no, I got to do one before that. Sorry. Sorry. I got to do this story here. <laughs> A North Carolina woman shared that she could have almost died after she got a bacterial infection from wearing high-waisted denim shorts for eight hours. She had a fucking wedgie for eight hours. (laughs) Moral of the story, tight shorts are out. (laughs) Under the clip chronicling the the atomic wedgie. Hold on. Oh, this is her talking? Hold on. Boy short underwear and the material kept clumping up. Um, and I kept p- picking my wedgie. She got a wedgie that lasted for eight hours. How about this? How about you go home? You don't look like you're that old. You had to go to the hospital for this shit. Go home and put some shorts on that ain't so tight. Cause first of all, you ain't that hot to where people are going to be checking you out all damn day. More of the story, tight shorts are out. As time went on, it started becoming more painful. The pain was isolated to one spot and it felt throbbing, stabbing pain. Well, then fucking don't just take them off. They didn't have to do surgery, thank the, thank the good Lord. But I did endure trauma and my mother taking selfies of me while I was in the hospital. Oh, you're lucky you're not my kid. Oh, if you came home and said, Daddy, I got to go to the hospital because I've been wearing too tight of shorts all day. Oh, I am going to put you all over social media. I am going to make you cry. Wearing tight shorts on one of my first dates with my boyfriend is having a wedgie for eight hours and having a sore ass for a few days. What a fucking idiot. 
These are the future leaders of our country. Sit on that one for a second. These are the people that will be making the ideas happen in the future. You scared yet? Are you embracing sweet death like me yet? Well, you will be after you hear this story. Now, if you are a big fan of the Arnie State Show and you came to my stand-up show, you know where I stand on like the lovey-dovey couples, you know, like couples that sit on the same side of the booth. I fucking hate them. And yesterday, I, I, I got to say, I was not feeling good yesterday. And, and Angry Arnie was not coming out. And, and, and look, Braddy Kid is the best. I love Braddy Kid. She's my favorite person in the world. And now I've said that on tape, and she's going to use it against me. We went to the State Fair of Texas yesterday. I was wearing a burnt orange Longhorn shirt that had the white steer head on it. She was wearing a white shirt that had the orange steer head on it. I hate couples that dress alike. Um, more so than, and I'm talking alike-alike. That was a little too alike for my liking, but I did not have the strength to stand up to her. I just couldn't. I just wrote it out. But this, this is different. Megan Trainer and her husband say that they have taken intimacy to a whole new level. Thinking to yourself, oh my God, what are they doing? Yeah, brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. They had toilets installed next to each other so they can go to the bathroom at the same time. <laughs> to her husband. You're a dumbass. You big dummy. Why would anybody go along with this? Uh, that's okay, Arnie. My boyfriend told me that I'm his boss. I have the screenshot, and today I'm using that against him forever. Does you need the vomit sound effect? Okay, yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, honestly, come on now. <laughs> Nobody knows this, but in our bathroom. There was one toilet, and a lot of time in the middle of the night when we were with the baby, we've got to pee at the same time. So I was like, can we please have two toilets next to each other? We got two toilets sitting next to each other, and we've only pooped together twice. We pee at the same time a lot. Why, what, 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 why would you ever even announce that you've pooped together? That is the worst idea I've ever thought of. Look, look, I, I, I don't know what a gal's routine is when she goes in to drop the kids off at the pool. But let me just tell you, I, I did literally shit out a hammerhead shark the other yesterday morning, or this morning. Big old body and the head that looked like a fucking hammerhead shark. Now, to do that, I had to rock back and forth. I had to strain. My legs were straightened out. 
Mm, I'm, growl, I'm growling. I'm, that's why they call it taking a growler. And I want to do that next to my wife, and my wife wants to be next to me doing that? What kind of psychopath is this Megan Trainer chick? You want to poop together? No. No. Oh, my God. Codependent much? Oh, my God. I'm not going to potty with Arnie. He makes it stink. No, let me just tell you right now, you aren't invited. I, I, I will say this right now, and I, I'm, not, I'm just going to tell you right now. If I'm Megan Trainer's husband, she says, hey, I'm the breadwinner of the house, and I want another toilet put in. I know this is going to be wrong, but I'm going to say it. I might punch the bitch right in her fucking mouth. No, 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 no. I'll gladly go to jail for that one. I'll ride out the domestic abuse charges. It's wrong. It's not even funny to joke about it, but this ain't funny. It ain't funny to talk about pooping at the same time with your partner. Christopher says, what is wrong with you? You're going to hell. That is it. You can't make take up to this shit. Straight to the inferno. I just pooped just seeing how we were on topic. Oh, God almighty. Honey, can we build a toilet that has two seats in it and we can hold hands? I'm just going to tell you right now. If you're holding my hand while I'm pooping, I could possibly break your hand. Because sometimes that's how hard I'm pushing. You ladies, look, 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 let me just say this right now. I respect you gals that pop out kids. You have nine, ten-pound kids. You pop out from a hole that's open most of the time, or it's around a hole that's open all the time. Ours closes. We have to force that shit open. When you take a Coke bottle fucking size dump, one of those dumps that barely fits through the hole, that ain't, there ain't a whole lot of ease to that. You're hoping that you drink a whole bottle of olive oil to kind of lube that area up. Oh. Christopher says, I can't even go into a bathroom if a woman's gone number one in the last 20 minutes. I need that smell air out of there. Fred says, I kind of like pooping while she's in the shower. Her reaction is hilarious. No, see, see, that, that, look, I'm just going to say this right now. All these people, and, and, and it sounds like Megan Trainer's one of these people. Megan Trainer and her husband do have matching outfits. I guarantee you that. Oh, sorry, hold on. Let me just say. Uh, I guarantee. Their dinner table, they sit on the same side as the dinner table. I guarantee. Whenever they go out, they're sitting next to each other. I guarantee. She's always touching them. I guarantee. Uh, it, because if you poop together as a couple, there, there ain't nothing you two will ever do separately. And I'm here to tell you right now, it's okay to have that time apart. Kids, kids, just because you got a husband or a significant other, it, it doesn't mean you have to be with them 24-7. No, 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 no. You need some away time. You, you need some, some reboot time. 
Because I've heard Megan Trainer talk, and Megan Trainer is about as dumb as a box of hair. And if I'm her husband, I'm like, well, fuck, first of all, I married her because she was all about that base. Now she's all about that sandwich. I think I've said this here before. My four-year-old has uh, baby arm-sized poops that you have to cut up in order to flush. It's a proud dad moment. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I don't want to share that with my wife. There's part, look, look, as men, we have to know that women know that we do terrible, fucking, awful, gross things. We've eaten boogers as men. We have. When we get bloody noses, if we can make it go to the back of our throat, we swallow a whole bunch of blood if we can. And we just don't say anything. And when it comes to pooping, dear Lord, look, I'm the Michelangelo of it. I, I, I could create, like, works like the fucking Michael. You could put my shit up in museums, literally. That hammerhead shark that I did today, I almost took a picture of that one. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh-uh. Nope. Megan Trainer, you are you are never, ever going on the hot girl list again. Because here's the thing. Look, look. I know I have a T-shirt available at Tee Public right now. By the way, I'm going to put a, a new shirt up on Monday. I got T-shirt time again on Monday. They got a big sale going on on uh, uh, Tee Public next week. I do have a shirt that says Hot Girls Poop Too. And, and the reason why I made that shirt is this. That's, that's to help guys not be so intimidated by hot women. Because a lot of times you hear these hot models go, nobody ever asked me out on a date. Yeah, because you're a stuck-up bitch. And we're intimidated shit by it. But that shirt right there is to say, hey, hot girls, they, they poop too. Megan Trainer, you can't wear that shirt because you're not hot. You're, you're, you're average. And we already know that average girls shit like truckers. That line cracked me up. <laughs> average girls shit like truckers. <laughs> But, uh, no. No. No, 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 no. Now, I dare any of the ass family ladies whose husbands aren't listening right now to ask them to build another commode so you guys can have poop time together. See what that happens. At least there's plenty of women to do that. But they... The I used to send Snapchat pics of my poop to my cousins and friends. Average girls shit like truckers. I'd buy that. <laughs> oh, that's one of the funnier lines I've come up with in a while. I am going to leave you with that one today, uh, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for understanding about me this week, not feeling good. Uh, I will be back on Monday. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh, please remember... Uh, Every room is better. Why? Because you're in there. So uh, today's Friday, which means the weekend is here. Go out and enjoy the weekend. I'm sure going to enjoy it. Got the Longhorn game, the big title fight, and then the Cowboy game. If you're going out this weekend, please get an Uber, get a Lyft, get home safe. Don't drink and drive this weekend. And I will return on Monday. And until then, adios, everybody. Take me to Texas. Two hundred years ago Where a pride rose from the ashes of San Jacinto 
Still beats in every heart Like a battle cry Where I was born, where I was raised So when I die Take me to Texas On the open range The Rio Grande is in my veins It's heaven there And so my prayer Is that you'll take me anywhere in Texas The only home I know I'm a child of the Alamo and the Yellow Rose So when I go Take me to Texas Where my daddy worked Where his blood and sweat and tears are still in that red dirt Cowboys are kings And if I stray too far I'll let my lone star dreams Take me to Texas On the open range The Rio Grande is in my veins It's heaven there And so my prayer Is that you'll take me anywhere In Texas The only home I know I'm a child of the is outside waiting to arrest him.